The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are The Bostonian versus The Book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus The Book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. New home feel. What is up, boys and girls? Welcome into the first ever live broadcast on our own YouTube channel. If you have a friend, family member, brother, sister, mom, dad, who does not know that we are now here, please do us all a favor and let them know that we are here. Dave Sheriff and Matt Peralt, BBB on a Monday, Sports Grid Replay. What's up, you guys? Our late night owls. We appreciate you watching us each and every night on Sports Grid Live on YouTube. We're still at Boston versus the book. That hasn't changed. Live on Twitter, now live on YouTube. Pretty big, big week here. Dave went full dad mode, by the way. So he had to, he, he may be a bit on the high blood pressure side of things today to start the show. I took the medicine. I'm good. <laughs> you what went full dad this You smell that? You know, it, new- it smells like a new car. <laughs> it smells like a new house. New house. Do houses do houses smell? Yeah, I guess they do smell, right? With paint. Get that paint smell oh, to it. Yes. <laughs> that new paint overall. Back in the day when you had to change the address every year because you know you were renting and they raised the rent and you had to move somewhere else. You walked in and it always smelled like new paint and that fresh rug smell most of the time. Oh, One yeah. place I moved in, it was an old musty smell. That was no good. But yeah, man, we're here. New house. Same, same. Same inside, you know. We yes. moved the furniture, Same furniture, and brought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't got new furniture yet. We can't Same afford furniture. it. We yeah. need a fucking sponsor. That's coming. what we need. It's coming. It's coming. I ain't worried about it. Manifesting. Well, we got the brigade. Say, right? Manifesting. Look at all these people in the brigade. They're all here. It ain't even Friday. It's Monday. No I got a lot to say. No cigars. Oh God. For those of you that missed it, we did a Twitter Spaces, and we had some East Coast guys. We had a lot of people from the East Coast. Oh yeah. We had had 300 people in there. And that was a spur of the moment thing because I knew you were going to go off on the Twitter and leave records. We couldn't leave records on the I was going nuts. And Dave just tweeted at me. He said, should we do a Twitter spaces? Twitter spaces? I I texted him. I go, are you serious? Absolutely. Why not? (laughs) All right. So we did an hour. We did did a show for an hour last night. We'll do that more. I mean, I got a lot of people who DM me and said, can you guys do that more? Can you guys do... You know, because you're right. People do get the interaction. They can. We can bring them up and have conversations like the Saturday morning Discord channel chat that I used to do. But this would be after major sporting events. So like your instant reaction. Yeah. So after the Super Bowl, after March Madness, after whatever, you know, a national championship game. I don't know. I liked it. After the Bruins lose. Can we do it after? Oh, they lost three in a row. I heard they're leaking oil. Got One game left to get to the all-star game. All-star break. They got to get to Florida, man. They got to get some rest and relaxation. Well, I mean, they going they going up to Toronto next, you know. Yep, so one game left, and then yeah. they go. But I mean, that loss, that that Tampa loss, and that Florida loss, and oh boy, that Carolina loss. Stuff happens. They got their ass kicked in Carolina. They got to. They, they, well, they, they were dead because the night before. I mean, yeah. that loss should never that have loss happened. Florida. Eh. It was, it was. 
What do you mean? Yeah. Give up what is game time goal with 1.4 seconds to go. Stuff happens. One point. They, won they, the scored, game. they scored 45 seconds earlier to go up three to two. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they scored 45 seconds earlier, up three to two. And with 1.4 seconds left, they give up the game tying goal and then they lose it two minutes into overtime. Should have won that game in Florida. That's a bad loss. Yeah. And they were dead against Carolina against the Hurricanes. They had nothing. Is there ever a good loss, P. Ralt? Seriously. People yes. say that all the time. Yes, that's a good bad losses. loss. Of course, it's good losses. If a you're loss a team, it's a loss. It's a loss. It is. is it not? Correct. But there are, I do believe you can learn something in losses. I do believe you can learn what to do oh, next time yeah. if you're in that position, not to have those sure. things happen. Yes. And I think if you're an undermanned team or a under, you know, not as talented team, mm. there can there can be bad losses. Sure. But or good losses rather, but you know, you're right. A loss is a loss, but losing a hockey game in that way, like the Bruins did, there's no, there's nothing to gain from that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it just, it, it happens. It happens. But, but this, this shit happens. Nobody knows shit. Then it happens. People are starting to tweet <laughs> right, that so, at me all the time. Now it's great. So well, it, it is a week of announcements. Okay. So we have a lot of things going on. We have the new, home for the brigade on YouTube, which is right here okay, at Boston versus the book at Boston versus the book. We will have a new discord channel, hopefully within the next 48 hours. We will. So if you're somebody we will is, I did record them. Someone just says, if you guys do the Twitter spaces, can you record it? I did record it. It's on our Twitter feed. My God, you people go and listen to it at Boston versus the book. It's right there. You can go. Don't go at the brigade people. No, no, you already brigade. come at me and Farrah. Stop the bullshit. <laughs> it's up. Brigade. Someone just said, why didn't you and Dave tape it last night? We did. We did tape it. Like what you It's my point. We did tape it. That's why I'm saying we did tape the, the spaces last night. It's on at Boston versus the book. That's why it's not on my Twitter account it's on the show. Twitter account. That's where we'll do it. We won't do it on our personal accounts. We'll do it on the show account. Oh, so that Discord channel is going to happen this week. So stay tuned. Be watching for it. What's really fun about we the got Discord a few channel. dimes of people in there. So please come on over. If you interact with people on there. Tell each other. Look, if you're like me at all, you got a hundred things going on. You got yeah. wife. You got kids. Maybe you got side piece. Maybe you're whatever. <laughs> you got pets. You got yes. Yeah, there's people with all this stuff. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> tell somebody and yeah. tell them like multiple times. Hey, you're going to go to the discord, to the BVB discord. They're moving to discord, this yeah. and that. So you don't get lost one. And mm -hmm. number two, we could get more people in the new one because new houses are nice. Now they're apologizing and saying, sorry. <laughs> they just said, sorry, I didn't look. <laughs> they did send back a message said, sorry, I didn't look. Thank you. I appreciate you watching and listening and paying attention. I, I do appreciate that. I will have an announcement tomorrow on just the picks and on I'll, I'll explain more of it tomorrow on the show here as to some things that happened to me personally it's got nothing to do with the brigade it's just with me personally and it'll explain what's happening for the discord channel as well so I'll, spoiler alert it's nothing to do with a title shot no because a lot of guys are going to come like oh Peralt's back in the ring no I get, I get to train. I'm, not, I'm not announcing that by the way I'm not now. No, that's not how I roll. <laughs> There's just, there will be no announcing of that situation, and I'm not getting married ever again. So there'll be never, <laughs> there'll be never announcements of that. So that was a one-time thing. I had one kid. I have one. I have one ex-wife, and that's it. That's all I'm. That's all I'm going. Only one. Four, I four turned forty-six here in eight weeks. I'm good. I'm 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 about to enter the second half of my life, which is such a weird thought to go into the Back second nine. phase. Back, back nine, starting the ninth hole and figure out where I want to go for the, the, the next half of my life. So mm. it's kind of a weird moment. 45, 90 has always been that number I wanted to live to. 
90. I want to listen to 90. Yeah. My, my grandfather only saw 81. My grandmother only saw 85 or 87. I guess it was 87. She was, I want to see. Sign for either one of those. I want to see 90. That's what I want to see. That's great. So that's, right. that, Give me that's, 80 good and I'm good. That's cool. All right. We have the Super Bowl. Eagles versus Chiefs. I find this to be boring. It's 1v1. It's, <laughs> it's the one seeds. It's boring. It'll be a good game. I mean, they're good teams. They both match up well. I you get understand it. it's the biggest football game of the year, right? You understand I we're do. going to be in Arizona talking about this. And I do. On day one after the I matchup, do. you're going to go, this is boring. Did I pay my bet off yet? Wearing it? Yeah. Can I- no, you have, to, you have to wear it for another 15 minutes. And Why? What do you mean? It's 30 minutes. You got to okay. wear it for 30 minutes. I didn't say anything. I said I'd wear it on the show. We never set a timer. Go look at the tape. We just said, you'll wear the Chief hat on the show if the Chiefs win. So I'm paying the debt. Paying the bet. When I'm we switch you. the segment, then you can switch the hat. No, we're, we're going to talk about this about game for an hour. We're going to be on this game for the first couple so of 30 weeks. minutes. Let's agree to 30 minutes. Keep it on. The red right. looks good with the background like that. I got to, I got to tell you that looks this good. This thing is burning my scalp. Here. It's fine. This thing is, this is, this well, is you like, weren't on the right side with the officials or what? What happened? I, I, I was perfect yesterday. I was, I was great. I, I, I hit all my, I went four and oh, I was fine. It was a good was, day for a lot of people. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, favorite, favorite makes it fun, but favorite, favorite teased up dog makes it really well. (laughs) It makes it great. (laughs) So you lose, you lose by one. I just, I don't know. I I found the whole thing to be Tyler from BetSmart just came in and said, yeah, he's starting to start shit. Like we got Tyler BetSmart us on the Twitter spaces last night. Right. Yes. Uh Like, and he's talking to some people on our behalf and planning a lot of things. Yes. He just said, Spearmint Rhino on me this weekend. Like, what are you doing? Well, I'm Tyler? In. Let's go. No! <laughs> I'm in. I'm down. Let's go. What are we I, doing? I, I I have no shackles. I'm, I'm, free, <laughs> I'm free to run. Let's go. I'm in. Let's go. Oh, what are we I, I, I haven't gone there since, uh, <laughs> since well, our, 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 our Arizona friends were in town. So it's, 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 it's been a minute for me to be since, since uh, I went there. So what are we doing? Like, hey, let's go. I'm in. Go check out the, the fun. Although we could go to the other one too. We could go to the Peppermint Hippo, which is the new one, which I've never been to. That's the sister of the Spearmint Rhino. You <laughs> might even making this up. I haven't heard about this. No, the what? How am I? I'm telling you this. You live in Vegas longer than me. You don't know. I'm the, running in different circles. Then. That's correct. But the 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 the, the sister Spearmint Rhino opened years ago. Yes, they, of course. They, they've opened up a sister location called the Peppermint Hippo. What a marketing guy that is. <laughs> Whoever thought of that? I mean, it's we're going to create the whole. Such a bad name. Is it though? It is. It really is a bad name. Yes. Peppermint Hippo. You want to go to a place? I like Peppermint, but hippos? a Hippo like, does it. It's, it's a bad connotation for women. Joint. I'm sorry. It ain't the club. It's a bad connotation for women. Okay. I don't, and it just, it just doesn't really. In your mind, rhino is one thing because of the horn. You right. Can make, you can kind of go, all right, fine. Yes. Hippo? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, immediately, I would have nixed that in the meeting. Correct. I think we should probably change <laughs> so, it. Let's not make that the name. That's not a bad. That's not a good name. But yes. So, uh, no. Tyler, your pick. Wherever you, <laughs> wherever you'd like to roll, we can check out the new places. Oh, the that old place comes with a br bankroll. We might be in trouble. Uh oh. Might have yeah. some explanations. That kid yeah. can roll. He ain't got. He got more than a jump shot. I could never gone that. to the library though. You ever gone to the library? I haven't gone to the library. I've heard too many stories about that place. <laughs> <laughs> haven't done it. What's the other one that I wanted to go to? The one that Bruno Mars goes to all the time. He has his oh. own room in the back. 
What's that called? The um, Palomine? The Palomino? Palomino. Palomino. That's it. Palomino. Bruno Mars is his own room in the back. <laughs> That's I've been in that, right? I, I've been in that parking lot. Oh. I don't think you're ready for the Palomino. Okay. But that's the that's, that's the, the way you OG. do it. Right? That's the that's yeah, the, that's the way you do it though. If you go to and become a residency, doing a residency in your Bruno Mars, what do you do? You find a club, you build a back room, and you have all your parties there. Oh boy. That's the way you do it. Is that what you do? Bruno Mars is smart, man. He comes in and goes from the show to the Palomino. I don't think there are many people talking that go to the Palomino. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. it's just, it's probably, that's a, probably a good place oh, to it's, do it. It's, it's okay. All right. It's on the nose. Yeah. Quiet. It's, well, it's on the, yeah, everybody's, mm. it's understood. It's understood. Yeah. <laughs> you don't tweet, you don't you leave your phone to the door type of thing. <laughs> I don't even know if they let you bring the phones in, sir. <laughs> That'd be great. Check all your phones. That's smart. I don't know why more, I hope more places in society start to do that. Leave your phone at the door. Concerts, shows, events, clubs. Leave your phone. Gyms. Old man yelling at the cloud. You ever follow the guy Joey Swoles on Twitter? I just found this guy about like a week ago. This guy's so awesome. if you found him just a week ago, what are the chances you think I know who Joey Swoles is? I don't know. I'm asking, but this guy basically, there's this new trend on, on, on social media of women uh-huh. who are outing guys at the gym because they're claiming they're creeps. Oh. I, I I actually I I do know who this is. See? Go ahead. And this guy's doing full videos, kind of explaining. Well, hold on a second. Before you crush this guy with your ten thousand followers on social media, calling him a creep and making him seem to be some type of like you know incel loser. Maybe he was just trying to use the same machine as you. Maybe he was just watching you do something unique. Maybe he thought you were doing something that was cool. Like it's a public space. People can you know their eyes can go different places. And I just think it's really interesting because at the gym, the gym that I go to, I see it a lot where women tape themselves doing events, doing different lifts and whatnot. And it's super awkward. It's like, we're not here to be videotaped. We're here to work out. Like, why are you taping yourself and make this into a photo shoot? Because in reality, there should be signage that says coming into this space, you are consenting to being filmed because there's no consent going on Mm. to anybody who's in the background who's being videotaped by these people who are doing it at the gym. So I have right. a huge problem with this. So I love what this guy's doing. More of it. Talk about the things shouldn't be gone. Phones, video phones are a problem. <laughs> That's the story. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. <laughs> All right. Sorry to, sorry to get you off track with the run. Oh, I got a million things going on. So we were <laughs> on, and speaking of Tyler, Tyler sniped this, okay? He sniped the two and a half last night with the Eagles plus two and a half at Circa. See how we're working? Here in Vegas. Vegas. Let's see. Sniped it because it was available for like literally seconds to the point where less than one minute, I believe 47 (laughs) seconds or something. I went back and looked at the line history. Benson posted the line. I love Benson. Benson's like the market said we are. Look at our market said it was garbage. Yeah, it was. (laughs) But look at this is why I love Benson. Because for all the shit he throws at people and all the stuff he says, he comes up and tweets this after the game. We opened up at KC minus two and a half and the market said it's crap. It went from 51 to 49 and it went from plus two and a half to Eagles minus two and a half. Yes. In like milliseconds. Mm-hmm. Pretty wild. I wonder who put that number up. I'd have to talk to JB on the side myself about that <laughs> and see if that was just like somebody fat fingered it on the wrong side. And then had to change it real fast. But Tyler said he got a limit bet or whatever it was on yeah. that. So that's good. But I told you, 
One of the most fun days that I had was opening up the Super Bowl number before the ink was even dry on the results of the Sunday night games. And just putting it up and letting people fire missiles at you. (laughs) You know, what are we taking? Ten times a game. Ten times a pop. What are we taking on the total? Five. Oh, but it's a Super Bowl. Can we take 20? Sure. The one year we we were taking 20 dime limits. Openers. Wow. We had we had 150,000 in handle in 15 minutes. Do you know, do you remember, was that a, a week that uh, a year that had a week off in between or no week off in between? Do you remember? The last one that I did like that was the Patriots and the Rams. Was there a week off? I can't remember. I'm just wondering, do you think, were you guys more comfortable taking those limit plays right away because the game was in six days? Or were you more likely to slow play it if you had the full 13 days before the game? Listen, man, it's a Super Bowl. Okay. We had well, one guy was like, listen, we're going to handle $10 million on this game. Who gives a shit? Wow. Who gives a shit? Get to the number. If it take you one or two bets, you had to know. Get to the number. Just get to the number. So, you know, it, I mean, all the advanced lines on this game were picking one. So they knew what they were doing. They got the Eagle money early. Make sure. What if it? What if you open a two and a half Chiefs and nobody bets it? Oh, but after you watch the games, I asked you this last time on the Twitter Spaces. I ask you again here because for those of you that missed the Twitter Spaces, I'm glad you're here. Hit the like button while you're here, and definitely Important. hit the subscribe. Yes, because it's ours now. <laughs> hit the subscribe button now. The new house, the new neighborhood. We ain't part of the homeowners association yet, and so it's our house. We can say whatever we want. Come hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and tell one person. Just mm. tell one person. Say, hey, these guys talk about a lot of stuff, including like the come and go, the rhino, <laughs> who knows what's on deck later. I don't know, <laughs> but nobody knows. Anyhow, when you do this, you got to get to that number fast. That's all we want. That's it. Doesn't matter who bets it, how they got there, but blah, 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 blah. Um, what would you have opened this? Like, what did you feel? So the advanced numbers were either pick or one, and one could have been on either side. But after watching the games. Yeah, the Eagles minus one would have been my opener. All right. I would have said Eagles minus one. I would have said 51. I thought the total was right. And then under, I would have been under, which is what happened. (laughs) It's now it it crashed. But I, because I think it could be a 23-20 type of game. I think it could be very similar to what we just watched in the AFC Championship game. But I mean, you heard Tyler last night on the thing, and they have the totals fifty three. Yeah. So he he wants to play over when he sees fifty. So that's the beauty of this. I know this. Look, 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 I know this. The Chiefs' defense is not very good. Okay, they have a good defensive line. Yeah. But they're going to give up points to the Eagles. The guy that was in the back uh, was in the Bengals. uh, You know, back. Yeah. Back Frank Clark the whole game. Yeah, Frank Clark's a phenomenal player. Yeah, they are. They've got good defensive players. Just as a whole, as a defense, they're going to give up points. Eagles will score twenty points minimum. How many more over that? That's going to be my question. But they're scoring twenty points. So right. then you go. We know the Chiefs have to score. The question is going to be whether or not the Chiefs actually are going to be able to, given their limited receivers, lack of a running game, and a banged up quarterback. A lot more mm. questions on the Chiefs side of the football than on the Eagles side of the football. 
everything might play out right. Everything might play out perfectly for them. They may get healthy and Mahomes may be fine. And the receivers who got hurt last night are going to be able to play. But Kelsey was questionable going into the game with a bad back. So what happens with that injury? You've got two other receivers who went down with injuries during that game. Mm -hmm. And you had an offense that was really having a tough time. They can't pick up third and one. I mean, Romo wouldn't shut up about it. Third and one, third and one. They're 50% oh, the third boy. and one, third and one. He wouldn't stop talking about it. Oh, boy. Here and it so, comes with the Romo take. Oh, boy. Oh, I got that. We'll say that for later. But like, oh, God. But so that that's the, I don't know. So I would say Eagles minus one, and I would open at 51. Mm. We ready to get into the real crux of the conversation? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <Where's> my <guidance? laughs> going to do this right now. Go ahead. We have the Super Bowl, but before we get to the game, we'll have two weeks to break the game down. We do need to talk about the AFC championship game. We do need to talk about the referees, and we do need to talk about the fact that this is a major problem for the NFL. Oh, I'm going to say this loud and clear. The NFL, doesn't, the NFL doesn't give a fuck. Oh, God. They don't care about whether or not we are mad, we are upset. We think it's wrong. We think they're inept. We think they're incompetent. We think these guys suck. They don't care about any of it. Because hmm. the NFL has taken the college football mentality that all conversations about your product are good, whether people are pissed off or not, because they hmm. have every chance. When I found out this year there is a microchip still in the football, and they have decided not to do anything with it for a year since they put it in starting in 2017. I don't know what to do with it. And three and six years after doing this, they have not advanced that technology to the point where we actually are still using God forsaken chains that break, by the way, in back to back weeks. The chains snapped. They very rarely break. It's cold. Okay. Back to back weeks, the chains broke like it's 1960. We have 65 year old dudes who can't get out of the way who are holding these damn things up. We're not using digital clocks for the down and distance. We're not using digital measurements. We're not using lasers across the goal line. We're not using cameras on every single out of bounds pylon. It is ridiculous how we are right now. And I'm sorry, but there's a lot of owners who are going to leave this earth in the next 10 years. And when they do or 20 years, and when they do, the new owners will come in and the league will finally take its rightful place and where it needs to be in the sports technology world. Mm. Because these are old guys who think that it's 1975 and we should play the game the same way. And they won't do the things we have to do to advance it. That's why you get old referees doing old things, not being taught or trained the same way. This is a billion-dollar organization. Why aren't these NFLs, these referees taken to an NFL camp? They're paid full-time salaries, and all they do is work like the players do. Constant work, constant updating, constant what are you doing competition all the time. It's not a full time job. Is it, it needs to be and it should be? Hey, man, this is the most valuable thing How in you America. Work on Sundays. Think about this, okay? There's the U.S. government and there's state governments, okay? And then after that, there's Google, there's YouTube, there are certain tech companies, and then there's the NFL. It's in the conversation for the, one of the most valuable things that this country operates. And you're telling me we can't afford to pay guys $200,000 a year, stick them in one place and teach them how to do this properly. Or if they can't replace them with someone who's not 65. When is the last time you saw a referee that looked like he was in his twenties? Do I like, want a guy in his twenties? 
Yeah, I do. I want guys who actually are in the prime of their athletic career. I want guys who are really, really sharp and good. I don't want the Bill Vinovich of the world, these 65-year-old gray hairs running around. Because the young guys the, don't know shit. What are you talking do they? about? I don't know. I, I can't tell you where they do or they don't. I just know the guys who currently do the game don't know shit. They can't do it. They can't keep up, and they miss it all the time. But don't we have this thing that they put in their ear, and they talk to the people upstairs, and then they can tell them, like, you messed up, and let's let's get this right? Like, what? No, what because they're because not now they call the Sterator in the booth. And have Gene go, well, I don't, uh, and and it's still the call isn't right. Yep. It decided the AFC championship. Multiple bad calls. Fourth quarter was an abomination. This is crazy. Uh, Our friend Casey Olson tweeted this out this morning, Uh which is, he just, he took a a screenshot of the fourth quarter. Yes. And the penalties that were called. Yes. I mean, Cincinnati, it's Uh-oh. insane the number of penalties they had in the fourth quarter that were thrown against them oh. when they had the when they had the football. Yeah. I, I mean, and then the problem I have is not just the flags that were called. Because look, Patrick Mahomes got hit out of bounds. There's no question about this, okay? Yes, he did. He was a late hit. That's a late hit. That's an auto. By the letter of the law, it was a late hit, but the guy was running like a missile. He was, but that's a late. I mean, he was two steps out of bounds. I have no problem with that flag. Step out of bounds and he didn't actually hit him. He ran into him. Yep. But it's It's that that is passing. That's a penalty by the law. It should be a penalty today, tomorrow. That is a, my problem is they didn't call the block in the back on the kick return and they didn't call the holding on that very play. There are three holds. And this has been not documented. one, not two, but there's three, three different offensive linemen. Three. It, three it happened like consistently. It. It's happened this year in key moments where the NFL has basically allowed the referees to put the flag in the pocket and say, we're not calling holding in these. And, the, and basically the message got received by the offensive linemen because they're just going to mug the defensive guy and they don't allow, and they're not going to flag. So the defensive guy cannot get anywhere near the quarterback. And that's how Mahomes got loose. That's how mm. he got out. Mm. And the flag should have come out there. So a block in the back that wasn't called that set up the field position. Cause then Casey takes a knee. We go to overtime and then the non holding call on the scramble for Mahomes and a 15 yard penalty gives him a 45 yard chip shot field goal to win the thing. This is why people were saying, well, the chiefs didn't win the game because of the refs. No, the chiefs were given the chance to win the game because of the refs. The refs put them in that position where they should not have been placed. That game should have gone to overtime and we were robbed of an overtime that could have decided the game more fairly and more equally where we'd see which team actually was the better of the two. Not bad. I like, like I disagree with a lot of the bullshit that you say sometimes, but that was actually very well said. They put them in the position to win the game. They didn't win them the game, but Mm -hmm. they did put them in a position to win the game. Um, and this is a problem because David Payne Pernum, who we know, who has a very large presence on Twitter, yes. the number one, or not because he was number two, sorry, number two trending topic last night on Twitter was hashtag NFL rigged. And so now everyone's having was to have it this really? Thing. Yes. And now this morning, David Payne Pernum has to tweet out the NFL is not rigged. Adam Schefter had to go on Pat McAfee's show this morning and say NFL is not rigged. You have all of these people having to come out and say this. Because the NFL is not rigged. The NFL is inept. It doesn't, it's not run properly from a refereeing standpoint, and they don't want to fix it. We're never getting, we're never getting off late night. Why? That's the truth. I understand. I'm defending the league. I'm defending the league as they're saying there's not some big conspiracy theory out there where 
Somebody Definitely. in a white tower is picking up a phone and doing a Buffalo Wild Wings thing of like, make the Chiefs win. It's not what's going on. It's just that human beings understand narratives and what the league wants and when the league wants a flag thrown and when the league doesn't want a flag thrown and what the league wants penalized, what the league doesn't want penalized. And that's of all the things that we took away from the NBA scandal with Tim Donaghy. It wasn't that Tim was betting or not betting or what he was doing. It's that he said publicly that if you listened as an NF NBA referee, you knew what the league wanted. The league didn't have to say anything. You just sat in a meeting or sat and saw who got assignments and who got what promotions. And you knew what was going on. And that's enough for me because the NFL can do the same thing. Who gets the head referee? Who gets the job? The other problem is why are they doing split crews for the biggest games of the year? Do you know this? It's a reward, right? They just pick, they cherry pick, and then they throw them together and they say, go ahead, guys, go work. It's hard. It doesn't make any sense. If like, it's like me and you, if someone calls you and says, hey, Dave, let's do a show. You never talked to them before. You don't know who they are. You got no connection to them. Go do a show. You could pull it off. You could do the job, but you're not going to do it as well as you could because you don't know the person. You don't have any chemistry or history with the person. It's certainly going to create an assumption that what we're used to doing with each other, you throw it together with someone else and they may not be listening. They may not, the producer may miss a thing here and there or right. something like that. There's going to, something's going to be off. It might not be, but the chances are we make it the favorite when we do it that way. You make the favorite to happen the game to go the way it did when you mix it all up. Don't you? hundred percent. Keep the crew together. You're more likely to get it. I don't know. Is that by design? Yes. It's by design. It's, it's, it's a way of having more con look. Controversy is good for business. Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless have made a mountain of money on controversy. It's good for business. College football, it's good for business. In the NFL, it's good for business because the NFL knows that this morning, whether it be the Today Show or Good Morning America or shows all over the country, they're all asking the same question. What happened at the end of the game between the Chiefs and the Bengals? What happened there? How did that happen? Blown calls, missed calls, crying over spilled milk, blah, blah, blah. Or here we are. We're back again. We're you know, Chiefs are in another Super Bowl, three and four years, blah, blah, blah. Right. It's all the narrative you want to push, but the NFL knows that there's all different narratives now being discussed and it keeps them on the front page. And that's what pisses me off because they could fix this. They could fix all these problems. My new crusade, this is going to be my new thing. I, I need, when we go to Arizona, I hope that we can talk to somebody from the NFL on the show or at the state of the league address or something. We can have a conversation. I really want the league to say something publicly because I've never heard it. And maybe I just haven't found it as to why there is not a universal number of cameras for every televised game in the NFL. Good question. Why does the NFL allow the broadcast entities to dictate when and where they use certain types of cameras and what camera shots can be left behind and what camera shots can be, can be had because I shouldn't be able to well, get isn't a call. There a minimum number of cameras. I mean, there might be add more, but I mean, I would have to think there's got to be like eight cameras know. at every game. It's, it's, I mean, I think they leave it up to, I mean, I'm, I saw it for when I went to watch. I watched the preseason game that was on national TV with the Raiders and the Patriots. That's and different. 
And the regular season game that was not on yes. national, that was not on national TV. It was a regional four o'clock Eastern time kickoff and only 10% of the country got it. There was like five cameras. There was nobody, there was nobody there to go. It was such a small number of people and small number of cameras broadcasting the game. It was nuts. And the pylon cams weren't there. The sideline shots weren't there. The back of the end zone shots weren't there. The things that you just assume should always be there weren't there. And Mm. like we talk about from our standpoint, from a betting standpoint, an AFC championship game is no different than a Thursday night football game in October. Game is a game. You're betting on it. Game's a game. Now, the league, obviously, ratings-wise, advertising-wise, attendance-wise, eyeball-wise, that's all more significant. But I just think there should be a, a standard that cameras are cameras. You have to have this number of shots. We have to this number of right. things. Like when Major right. League Baseball did the replay, right? Yeah. All scoring plays yeah. are reviewed. Okay. Well, they should be reviewed with the same number of cameras in the NFL. Right. Know. Right. It's not. It's 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 a it's a hit or miss situation. So, did I? Can I? Can I get rid of this now? You did great, JC from KC. Said, Goodbye. Said Goodbye. Again. Oh, oh, this That's just it. became a Philly show. That's oh. it. Uh, you will never see me wear that hat ever again. Oh. You, know who, you know who I want to say a big mm to today? Oh, Travis gotta, Kelsey went full blown WWE villain last I gotta, night. I got to put the glasses. Back. He went full on WWE. Know your role villain. and shut your mouth. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm saying. I heard him say it. Talked to the mayor, called the mayor a jabroni. He went, he, he went full rock. Yes, he did. He thinks he's now a WWE wrestler for whatever reason. It's probably the next move. Might be. Audition, cutting the clip, as they were saying. They were cutting the right. commercial. Yeah. For everything that would go on in. Yeah. I get why they like Travis Kelsey. He's the type of guy that you would love. But see, the problem is, I don't think the Chiefs are going to win this game. And so then, again, I told you on the spaces last night, if I hear the D-Y word out of that guy's mouth this week, if he says dynasty again, D-Y, dynasty, D-Y, the D-Y word. If I say the D word, people are going to laugh. You got to win more than one championship to be called a dynasty, do you not? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what the definition is. We got Sonic in here. Sonic's our fact checker. Three and four. So That's you can my win two and three or two and four. It's close. If you go to three, you Steelers win two had a dynasty. in Steelers five had a years. Dynasty. Steelers had a dynasty. Patriots had two. The Niners had one. one. Niners had one. In the Niners game. had one. Yep. Yeah. Three and four years. That's a dynasty. They've gone to the game three and four years, not win. Getting there doesn't matter. You got to win oh, it. Oh, shit. Buffalo got there four years in a row. Was that a Congratulations. Dynasty? Not a dynasty. Not a dynasty. <laughs> Not a dynasty by any means. No. Got there and losing doesn't matter. Getting there and losing just means you're the first loser. What does that mean? Congratulations. You're like everybody else. Only one person who gets to hold the trophy at the end. This is true. So that's what you play for. That's what counts. <laughs> AFC championship, NFC championship. I don't really care. You know, grabbing the microphone, talking about this. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is bad at trash talk. He should just stop that whole, like, well, I go get a cigar now. Like, I don't know how many cigars to go smoke. Like, we got a stop. guy, Mola Lave cigars, yeah. Patrick. 
We we'll got, take we'll care get of you. you. We'll put them in your hands for you if you'd like, sir. Let your dad smoke the cigars and you stop talking, okay? Just like, don't talk. You're bet you can't talk trash. Just don't. Don't bring your parents into this P roll. We don't need to talk about no daddy no more. His dad was smoking a cigar. His dad lit the cigar and said, I'm smoking on Joe Burrow. That's what his dad did last night. I'd have to tell Pops to stop. Please. That was that was his deadline. Mr. Mahomes, stop. We don't need dad involved. He's better at trash talking than Patrick was with him. Like no, he's up in the booth. He's up in the in this in the box, smoking a cigar. Say I'm smoking, <laughs> taping it and putting it out there and going. I'm smoking on blah blah blah. <laughs> Sonic's the best. He's watching the show. I call him the fact checker and and all the say he is the fact. We're gonna get these people jobs when we get this thing going. There's gonna be all departments. Everybody's gonna have a job. He comes in and goes. Definition is ambiguous. Champion over a period of time. That's yeah, three and four. That's my rule. That's my definition of, of a dynasty love, in, in, in the NFL. It's three and four. It's what it is. It's not two. Not two out of three. Oh. It's not one and three. Oh. Four out of four is pretty damn good. So Pittsburgh pulled that off. Four and six. Yeah, they went in four, four times. Four and six, six years. Yeah. They won it four times. They went 74, 75, lost to the Raiders, 77, 78, 79, 80. They won. Has anyone won four in a row? Super Bowls? No. Yeah. No. But three in a row is the high. Three in a row. Who won three in a row? Thought it was only two. Oh. Patriots yeah, didn't. Patriots won three and four twice. Right. Yeah. I don't think you can. I don't think anybody's won three in a row. There's been back to back winners, but nobody's won yeah. three in a row. I mean, and that's great for business. I mean, somebody, somebody check it. That, I mean, it's great for business. It's great that, you know, the Rams sucked this year and we'll see what the Raiders, what, what the oh. Eagles do next year. Cowboys had a dynasty too. It pains me to say it, but the Cowboys were a dynasty. Three out of four. Huh? Yep. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, those are the brand names. Those are the, are the marquee teams. Those are the, are, are the most valuable teams. Look at the value of NFL franchises. <laughs> you know, it's Dallas, New England, one, two, <laughs> Pittsburgh. I think it's in the top five. San Francisco's in the top five. Yeah. Teams that have had dynasties are the still the ones that have the most value. Are dynasties good for sports? Like I know you're yes. poo-pooed with the one one like matchup, the one seeds, but dynasties are good for business, sure. aren't they? Whose dynasty are we talking about in this game? No, any dynasty, period. Oh, I think it's I, good. Oh, yeah. I used yeah. to I used to have this battle in the book. They're like, oh, handle would be better if it was this and that. This is the dream, what we got with this game. We got the one seeds, we got a big market, Philly. We got a wannabe big market in Kansas City. Yes, I said it. Okay. True. That's true. All right. It's Kansas City. Bunch of most truthful right, thing you said in a while. Everybody chill. You can come at him all you want. You can come at him all you want. <laughs> it's still Kansas City. And you guys like to, you know, and you come and you say it with your chest out. That's fine. That's great. But it's still, it's a dream for the NFL. We got both yeah. number ones. We got both. We, we know all the narratives. I just, I mean, I wish the game was Sunday. Like, we got to have a whole nother week to talk about this and find these different things. There's a lot of people that think this time off is only going to help Kansas City and they're going to win the game. You know that, right? Yes. And that's a fair point. I don't think that's a, that's not a bad angle. They can get healthy. Right. Time off is huge to get what, yes. Kelsey's back, to get Hardman's ankle, I think it was, to get Mahomes' ankle. I mean, there's all sorts of benefits. And then you're chilling out this Eagles team. You're cooling them down. 
Andy Reid off of a bye. All of these things we're going to hear, all these oh, narratives that we're going to hear, then they're going to come around over and over again. We're going to hear about all the ingenious and how brilliant it is. Okay, that's all fine and good. And the Chiefs very well might win the game. Um, oh. I mean, Patrick Mahomes as a dog is a very dangerous thing. I'm not debating that point. I'm just cheering heavily for the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game. If you guys, I apologize. We're in the new house, and I'm still doing the same shit with my phone. You hear the buzzing and stuff. There's yeah. people texting me right now saying, I can't find you, or you're not doing the show today. So yeah. I'm reaching out as I'm getting these texts and saying. Just sending the link to my tweet. Yeah, just, just that's just, what I, that's, yeah. that's exactly what I'm doing. Thank you, yeah. sir. Yes. Copy and paste it and fire yes. over them. Yes. But I mean, look, my, I, let me just say one, it's Monday of the week off and we'll get to the week and we get to, but like, this is my thing with Kansas city. I worked there. Okay. I worked for 610 sports and, and I, I, I did shows for them for a bunch of years and did, you know, they tried to hire me a bunch of times to move there. I said, no, because I didn't want to live there. Casey's an awesome town. Their, their barbecue is unbelievable. The people are super nice until you get to sports. Because Kansas basketball gave them all this false sense that they were going to be, it gave them a taste of winning and the Royals sucked for so long and the chiefs were up and down, but pretty much sucked for so long that the second that they started to win or the one little blip that they had, all of a sudden it became this ridiculous overstated level of confidence the Royals won and the Chiefs thought, and, and, and Casey fans thought the Royals were going to be there forever. Royals were, were, are now back to where the Royals are, which is in the basement. <laughs> Chiefs have, Chiefs have arguably one of the dynasty. They had a mini dynasty. They, didn't want they won one World Series and <laughs> you would have really thought they won the 12. You would have thought they were the Yankees with the way that they talked. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it was like, you won one. Like, stop it. <laughs> the Chiefs have won one. Okay. And that's good. That's more than Buffalo. So you got that going for you. Okay. So you're over up on the bills. Congratulations. Oh boy. But if you lose this game, you're going down the path of the Buffalo bills. And I don't want to hear a damn thing about how wonderful this and how wonderful that. And Oh, what about this? And what about that? You got everything working for you. Now, all the excuses are out the window for Kansas city here, everything. And I'm going to say this here on the Monday leading into the game. I don't give a fuck that Andy Reid coached the Eagles. I don't care. Oh, shit. No, you I did. don't care. This is a boring narrative. This oh, is a God. stupid narrative because Andy oh, Reid won nothing with the Eagles. Where's the dark glasses? I need to do He won nothing with the Philadelphia Eagles. So why do I want to talk about Andy Reid and what Andy Reid did with the Eagles? Zip. None. Okay, and I'm not the only one. There's oh. Philadelphia media who are oh. coming out. Don't bring these people into it. Like Devin, who says, oh. getting ahead of it now, Andy Reid never actually won anything for Philadelphia. He left oh. and built a dynasty for a different team. Oh, yep. Oh. <laughs> so this narrative about Andy Reid against the Eagles is so boring oh, to me. What's he I do not care and oh. i give people in philadelphia credit for pointing this out the same time i was pointing this out that no one gives a fuck andy reed coached the eagles it was fired in 2012 it's 10 years ago yeah <laughs> i don't care it, it's so 10 cool. years ago and that's all we're gonna get where were yeah. you 10 years ago in 2012 i had just moved home no yes i just moved home i just moved back to boston 
I was I was writing tickets at the M Resort. I only had two kids at the time. Um, I wasn't even married. Wasn't even coaching yet. Oh, no. We just started coaching the rec ball that year. That was it. That was the year that my wife said, if you keep standing here bitching about the coaching and not coaching, then you've got to stop bitching. And I was I love like, love it. Put up or shut up. I love it. I was like, she's right. She's yep. right. So I went to the book and I said, listen, I need time off. To, I can only work these shifts and I'm coaching. And I said, work around us or quit. Oh, okay. So was running pretty, pretty hard. We had just, uh, yeah, my dad had just gone back to Pittsburgh. There was so much going on in my life at that time. 2012. We're talking about it still. I don't want to. You're right. You're right. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about it. It doesn't matter. It means nothing. Talk about that. It has no, it's nothing. And the other thing I want to say about this talk as we go into the week, I don't want to hear about the Eagles and this lucky run that they had. Oh, I don't want to hear about this either. I don't oh. want to hear that the, the Eagles had the simplistic, the, they had the luckiest run of any team to get to the Super Bowl. They were so fortunate. Oh, I don't want to hear about that either. No, it's a bunch of bullshit. That's absolute nonsense. I think they played 19 games this season, right? Uh huh. They've lost three, right? Like, what are we doing? What like, can we, we stop? Can we stop? They have four players with 11 or more sacks this season. Four players with 11 or more sacks. Is that never good? Happened. That's never oh, that, happened. Oh, that's never happened. It's never happened before. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We have Jalen Hurts, who is going to lose the MVP to Mahomes just because. I would yeah. vote for Jalen Hurts over, over Mahomes, but Mahomes is going to win it. Jalen Hurts should be in the conversation and, and or if not win the win the, win the award for what he's done this year with this offense. Yep. This is the number one rated pro football focus offensive line in football. The Bengals offensive line couldn't block me and you in the first quarter. Whole first half. <laughs> okay. They you know, made was having a little trouble just yeah. getting that back foot set on a drop. They couldn't back. do anything. Okay. The offensive line was horrific. <laughs> yeah, they so, couldn't figure that shit out. Yeah. And Frank Clark ate their lunch. But that's not what is going to happen here when the other Kelsey brother and the offensive line for the Eagles is going to go up against the Chiefs. They're going to run the ball. Bengals. Got, gave up on the run. I was kind of surprised how early they kind of gave up on the run. But, I mean, there are some real weapons. A.J. Brown's a really big problem. Devontae Smith's going to be a really big problem for those rookies in the safety cornerback realm for the Chiefs. Sebastian Anthony just came in and said, the Eagles have the most rushing touchdowns since the 1995 Cal Toys. He's not a big fan of the Cowboys. But yeah. um, that's they can run the football. It don't matter who they're playing. Brock Purdy could have played all four quarters. Uh oh. And Eagles are still in this game. Okay. Stop this narrative. Oh, oh. Brock Purdy's, oh. Brock Purdy's injury is why the Eagles are in this game. Uh oh. Please stop that. Uh oh. Okay. Joe's Christian McCaffrey. Morning, Matthew. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey's. Christian McCaffrey's ankle was a problem. Elijah Mitchell was out. That's a problem. They couldn't really run the ball that well against the Eagles. Problem. And it didn't really matter who was throwing the football, to be frank. Okay. The reason why Purdy got hurt. Fumbling that ball right before the half and then scoring was pretty much a hurt nail in the coffin. That was definitely hurt. Done. Right. But that defense for the, for the Niners was really good. We knew that, but 
can only they do so much when the offense wasn't going to do a damn thing. And they wouldn't have been up 21-7 at the break, okay? That's not what I'm saying. It wouldn't have been as lopsided. It wouldn't have been as a, it would not have been as big of a blowout by any means. It wouldn't right. have been 31-7 where the hell the final score went up being. But the Eagles were still going to win that game. With Brock Purdy, they were winning that game. How did Brock Purdy get hurt? He didn't get hurt on his own. He got hurt because he got hit. He would have gotten hit and hit, hit and hit and hit. That wasn't going to be like, that's why they got so frustrated. That's why the Niners and Trent Williams, everybody else got so frustrated because I think they knew they were getting beaten by a better team. Right. Whether, whether Brock was playing or not. Hmm. And how, this is a great, someone made this question. You're telling me there was no way for Jimmy Garoppolo to dress in that game. There's I don't no know way. what's going on behind the scenes there. I don't right. Know. Well, he's leaving. He doesn't he didn't want to risk it. Doesn't want to play. He's on sidelines for good looks, but like you went into the NFC championship game with a rookie quarterback and a guy named Josh Johnson, who has played in like 15 teams, 13, 13 teams. And I said it last night on the spaces and I'll say it again. The guy's name was Jagger. Nowhere. N O I R tweeted that Josh Johnson has played for 13 teams in the NFL. And amazingly, it's not a revenge game playing against the Eagles. That's fucking funny. That is fucking funny. I couldn't stop laughing. And I thought, all right, he's right. And then as soon as he went down, it was like trying to annihilate the app. Bet the Eagles, it's over. Just kept trying to hit it and bet it and felt pretty confident about it. People were like, oh, this is sad. Oh, they can't throw the ball. Oh, they got to run the ball. Oh, McCaffrey's going to have to play quarterback. All these other things, man. It's a game. He did. He did for a snap. Yeah. It's the game. It's, but that's my point, though. How do you go into the NFC championship game? You don't know that the guys are all going to get hurt. What no, are you going to do? Decide a backup just in case the backup and no, his backup I, gets hurt? What do you do? I don't know. I'm just surprised that you, you Brock Purdy was third string. And Garoppolo was at the game, and he—I I don't know—I was, I was just surprised that that's how they had to handle that quarterback position, the most important position in the game. And you are one injury away from the entire Sandcastle getting knocked over by the wave. Good analogy I mean, again. Your analogies are spot on point today. I mean, that stinks. I used to hate when that happened. You put all that work in, and that damn yeah. wave came up a little high, slapped it all down, and you're flat. It sucks. I mean, it's like, it's making uh, me mad what? right now thinking about being <laughs> at the beach and working on something for like 38 minutes, getting it all perfect, and then bam, gone. It's just annoying. If I, I mean, watch if I'm a Niners fan, that's where I'm like, man, we played all year. We fought our tails off. We got to our third string quarterback and we were still winning football games, and he gets hurt in the first quarter, and we go to that guy. We go to a journeyman, USFL, XFL, washout, what? It's all they had. It's all they got. I know. That's why I mean. I I just can't believe they didn't have even in emergencies. Like, hey, Garoppolo is going to address. He's not going to play, but it's just for emergencies in case Brock got hurt. I mean, get someone who can at least throw the ball. (laughs) Like someone who can at least do something. I used to say all the time, can you please make sure the backup quarterback can physically perform the duties of the job, which would entail taking a snap, Handing the ball off, dropping back, and throwing the football. That's all I need you to do right now. Drop the plays in the damn dirt. I don't care. I'd like you to be able to read defenses. It's okay. Physically, can you perform the duties of the job? 
this is what you're left with. I don't know. I, but the Eagles are legitimate. Okay. They're, they're legitimate. Take nothing from the NFC championship though. There's nothing to take from that game. Yeah, there is. And there is the same nothing thing to take from that game. I, what is, I, what I can. What do you take from that game? To advance the their the, defensive the line handicap. is really good. Been really good. At, you just gonna get four after. guys with eleven sacks. Yes, their defensive line's really good, and they're going to get after Mahomes. If Mahomes can't move, which he couldn't saying, go to the left side yesterday, you could see that he didn't. He, he was yeah. desperately trying to not roll to that side because he, he had to turn his body and put the pressure on the right foot. Yep. Right. And, yeah, right. You, you, he didn't want to go that way. He doesn't want to do it, and he doesn't want to have to handle it. And if he Everyone's saying this needs he needs surgery to repair this high angle sprain. That like if this was a regular season, he would have had the 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 rope surgery to correct it, what? and he would have been out four to six weeks. Yeah, rope. Yeah, like the high ankles. They call it a tight rope surgery. I think it is on high ankle sprains that they come in and fix it, and then you're out. That's what the Patriots wanted to have for Mac Jones, and Mac Jones refused to have it. Oh. He would have been out four. He would, would have been out four to six weeks, and he could have if Zappy played well. He would never have gotten his job back. So Mac Jones was like, no, no, no. I'm not having surgery. I'll just play through it. He sat three weeks and then played. Mahomes has this as a similar injury where if it was the regular season, they might sit him down because of the division and whatnot to get it fixed. He's going to get you know treatment to play through it. It'll be better in two weeks than it is today. Clearly, it's two weeks. So he'll get constant treatment and he'll be able to. But he is just like one tackle or one misstep from re-injuring the thing and having it go right back to the way that it was. So I can take something. That defensive line for the Eagles can make it really problematic for that offense if Mahomes gets hit a lot. I saw nothing that I hadn't already seen. Okay, that's fair. That's that's, that's all. fair. I, and I don't want to see anything in that game that will cloud my judgment going forward because – San Francisco was not itself. It was a wounded animal that couldn't yeah. do anything after a while and also got hurt with yeah. sleep and just yeah. said enough of this, turn the game off, go do but this some is laundry. why we're now 16 and four over the last 10 seasons, home field championship round, straight up wins. Yeah. Playing at home matters. And you said it last night on the Twitter spaces. And it's a great point that the Bengals could still be pretty pissed off about, and it's not their fault that DeMar Hamlin happened. I'm not saying that. Miss, that was a really bad break that they might have had a chance to get the home field. The Chiefs won out, so it didn't happen, but there could have been a chance for the Bengals to get home field advantage, and it wasn't because that game really derailed the whole end of the season. Yeah. And they could have had that game at home, and maybe if that game was at home, maybe they would have won. Home field in the championship is still a really big, big deal. It's hard to win on the road. In that round, the games mean more. It's hard to win on the road. It's loud. It's hard, I mean, it, it's hard to win the Stanley Cup on the road. Yep. It's hard to win an NBA championship on the road. Like the last game, the the, the last thing, and a one gamer, it's harder. So in the NFL, right. it's one game. The other sports, it's a seven game series. You only have to win maybe once on the road when you don't have home field advantage. When you got to clinch it on the road, look at the game sevens in 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 the other sports. We really used to hard. move shit 20 cents. Wow. 20 cents in, in the NHL to win a Stanley Cup on a road, not virtually impossible, but pretty, pretty hard. So it's worth something. Mm. Where are you on Tony Romo? Man, oh man, this is your thing. Like, I don't, I watch the games with no sound for the most part. I got the closed captioning on. Little Consig teaches You're me smart. so much. 
And I, I asked her once why she does it. She goes, I don't want to hear them, but I'll see what they're saying. And if I'm interested, I'll read it. But most of the time, they're not saying anything, so I don't want to hear it. And I was like, you just changed my life, kid. Like, this is the way I'm watching sports. Like, in a risk room, yeah. You, you, one, you have all these screens, right? you got to keep an eye on all this different stuff. But we always used to argue who would get the sound. Sound, yeah. So in a book, you get one main sound feed for the most part with all the other stuff. And it's always an argument. So I said, you know what? She made a lot of sense here. I'm going to start watching. I love watching the games with the closed captioning. You know, I don't hear anything. But you went on a little bit of a Tony Romo. What? He's not He's not good at the job? Like, they gave him all the money. He's the number one guy. What's What, what are you doing? What? what he needs what, what to shut up. He what? He needs to stop talking. This is what he does. He talks. No. What are you saying? He's so over the top and he's offering, rarely offering anything of an analysis that actually changes the way you're watching the game. He used so to do this. If you said this at the beginning when he started, are you validated now? Because this is, sounds very eerily similar to what I said at the beginning. I was like, I, what is everybody so gaga over this? I don't understand. In the beginning, it was because I think the bar was so low. That oh, he impressed he went and up over that people couldn't bar. believe it. Like, oh, he's actually good at this. Cause they were like, wait a minute, Romo's doing what? He's a number one on CBS. They're giving him how and then he was really good. And mm. they gave him all that money. Mm. And he has regressed dramatically. Oh. He said some really dumb things last night that did not, if you really go back and he said the wizard is still wizardry. He actually said that the wizard is still wizardry <laughs> during the broadcast about Patrick Mahomes. The wizard is still wizardry. <laughs> yeah. Like, would you just say the wizard is still a wizard? I don't know. He just, or still has his wizard. Still has his so magic. Excited, like, when you're so excited as a broadcaster. Yeah. This is where you need people to tap you on the shoulder and be like, like, you got to calm down. Like you got to keep in the moment and this whole like, here we go, Jim, here we go. This whole like stepping on his nuts thing that he does where it's, he gets all high pitched, drives stepping me on crazy. His what? I can't stand oh when Romo gets excited because it sounds like he's a schoolgirl and he's high excited pitch. to go see like, you know, go get a, go get a birthday present. Go see Taylor party. Swift. Yes. Go to Taylor Swift. Like my daughter. Like it, it's so ridiculous oh the way boy. he gets. And it's like, man, this is why people hate Aikman, but Aikman's critical. He actually tried. Why do people to, hate Aikman? I think he's the oh, best of the bunch. People hate Aikman. I like Aikman a lot. But Tony Romo actually tried to praise Andy Reid for calling a effing hook and lateral in the first quarter of the game last night. It's ingenuity. It's different. It's, it's catching off guard. What is the Stupid play calls. Relax. Backyard football baloney that almost turned into a turnover because Kelsey threw it short and almost caused a fumble. And yet, it was like you're taking the ball out of Mahomes' hands. You're calling a trick play in that moment that is really risky. But if it and worked, what would you have said? Still a stupid play call. If it, if it worked, worked, I don't. This is you know me on this. I don't judge decisions based upon outcomes. Okay, you've gotten better with that. You okay? I, I, I make it by the decision you make. You used okay? to do that all the time. I read a book, about? changed my life. Thinking in bets. Annie Duke, go read it. Phenomenal book. Will change Excellent. the way you think about decisions and how they're made. Outcomes don't matter. What got you to make that call in that moment? What made you make that decision? That's what matters. Whether it worked or not doesn't matter. He was like that. talking about Andy Reid, like, oh, the genius of Andy Reid. Look what he went into his bet. 
It's a stupid play call, man. It's the AFC Championship game. It's a stupid call. It's a dumb call. It's a risky call. There's no need to make it. It's a dumb move. And Romo wouldn't say it. Aikman would go, you got to wonder what Andy Reid's doing here. You're in a tight football game. This is going to be a one-possession game. One turnover might swing this whole game. You want to go to the Super Bowl, or you want to go have some fun in the backyard? Like Aikman would say that. Part of doing a good show or doing a, a good broadcast is having a partner who can go to you. What exactly are you saying right there? Like we do this back right. and forth thing where, you know, we'll say it to remind you, wait a second, what are you saying? And it'll go down a, a lane that maybe you didn't see. The fact that, I mean, Nance never does that. It's just uh, like, no. it's well, Nance, just, he's, uh, I, I mean, Nance has cashed so many paychecks. Nance just doesn't really care all that much anymore. He's well, so good. And I mean, and Al Michaels did the same thing, right? With Herb Street. He left Al's him hanging poor. all the time. Uh-huh. The strength of a good analyst is the back and forth with the play-by-play guy. It's two guys watching a game, and the play-by-play guy asks him, what does he see that maybe somebody doesn't see or have a level of excitement? John Madden was the best. He was. It just made the game more fun. And he but he showed stuff. you stuff, right? He showed you. Romo in the beginning used to call plays out, right? That would that's what made him special. Right. The league got pissed off. The NFL head coaches got mad that he was doing that. So they told him to stop it. Don't do that. Don't call out our plays. Don't give the other team, the other coaches, other D coordinators, don't show them a breakdown. They can do it on their own if they want to do it. You don't need to show them. Make them do it. Somebody so actually st- said that to him? Yeah. So he stopped doing it. He doesn't do that anymore. Romo doesn't do the whole like, hey, watch for the Z receiver coming over here because this motion is going to happen. That linebacker is going to move. And when that linebacker moves, that play's going there. He rarely does it. He did it almost too much. And people said, stop doing it as much as he was doing it. But that's what made Romo the thing. Of he course. was calling out plays. Doesn't do that. Now he's a cheerleader. Now he's a rah-rah guy. <sighs> he's there to add, you know, he's, Truly, they see him as a color analyst. His whole idea is just to make the, the broadcast more colorful. And it's really annoying. And then I watch Buck and Aikman and I go, how do people hate these two? These two are the best. It's not even a question. They're the best broadcasting team out there. Football. Football, yeah. They're phenomenal. I don't know. But people hate on Buck and they hate on Aikman. I don't people know. hate I on Buck. everybody. I, I, I hear Buck's voice and I think big game. People hate on everybody. True. It's just part of what this whole thing is. And then look, at our, look at our email. Ask the BVB at Gmail. Yeah. It's a great segment because Jalen Hurts hears the haters and he keeps receipts. <laughs> Jalen Hurts keeps receipts, which I think this is really fun. You want to get deep into a, into a storyline for the Super Bowl? Yep. Give me as many documentary stories on Jalen Hurts' life and career as you can give me. Give me it all. Youngest quarterback to start a Super Bowl. Give me that. Give me a kid that got replaced by Tua at Alabama. Give me a kid who goes to Oklahoma. Goes to Oklahoma and he wins the Heisman Trophy at Oklahoma. Gets drafted by the Eagles. They didn't want him. No. Didn't want him. He said last night, first year here, people probably didn't even want me drafted. It was probably one of those things, but it always handled itself. He said, 
It was a big surprise to many. My favorite Bible verse is I went through a lot of things in college and I stuck with me. John 13, seven, you may know now, but later you'll understand. Hopefully people understand. John 13, seven. I got to write that down right now. You may not know now, but later you'll understand. John. And that's his whole thing. 13, seven. There we go. It's a great line. And it's so True for the Jalen Hurts story. That's the storyline I want to be talking about for the next two weeks. And Eagle fans need to own it. You guys didn't want this dude. You guys wanted him gone. You wanted Nick Foles back. Yep. You wanted somebody else. You know, Carson Wentz to be kept around, whatever it might be. Talk radio did not like Jalen Hurts. Everybody, everybody likes the the backup when the starter's not the guy, like right. right away. It's hard for a new quarterback to break in with a team, especially an established team. Listen, I remember when Roethlisberger came into Pittsburgh. Everybody's like, "What are you? What are they doing?" He won the job in camp. What pick was Roethlisberger? I can't remember. Tenth overall. Yeah, see, Jalen was fifty third. Tenth overall, but the third quarterback taken that year, I think, or third or fourth. There was a bunch of guys taken ahead of him. Um, yeah, I think three or four. But it's hard. I remember when Jalen was going through it, mm-hmm. when Alabama just basically said, "We don't need you anymore." Well, let's be fair. It. I know, but let's be fair. He was really struggling in the championship game. Nick Saban replaced him with Tua, and Tua went and threw that ball, went off. threw that bomb to win the game. Yeah. That, that was one of the best coaching moves. That was a huge, tough decision. But you saw the future for Alabama in that freshman who came in in that moment who made an incredible play for the Crimson Tide. It made it but clear that he wasn't going to be there. So he right. went and left and went to Oklahoma. Had success there. Won the Heisman. <laughs> yeah, did okay, right? Yeah, did okay with Lincoln Riley, just a little bit. Goes to Philly, one of the hardest places to make it. You know, it's 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 like New York, just a little bit different. It's it's rough. It's like Boston. It's, it's hard. Yep. But once you do, like what he's doing, if this culminates <sighs> with a 24? Super Bowl championship, like he's owned the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He's owned the whole thing. If he wins, he's on the wall. Oh, I agreed. He's I mean, on the wall. He's a Philly legend, but he's a sports icon. He becomes one of the one of the best stories of my life of watching a guy through perseverance who just keeps on getting knocked down. Like this is what Philadelphia really is about. Philly is rocky. Philly is all the different stories about guys who get down their luck who come back. Jalen Hurts represents the city in a really very, very, he, he's a great indicative or great representation of Philadelphia. Go and fight, <laughs> kick your ass through it and find a way to win. The Weezy just came on and said, sports Grid just ran a BVB promo and Matt had the same hat on. Yes. LOL. <laughs> I mean, he wears the same hats. I wear the same hats too. Yeah. Uh, Norm came in and said, I was a Wentz guy. I did not think Hurts could be he. Mm-hmm. And there was a that. lot of that. And own it. And that's fine. He's your guy now. But make the story even better because you doubted it. And hey, man, just own the doubt. I didn't doubt you. I didn't believe you. But this kid (laughs) clearly could. He believed in himself and nobody else would. 
Tyler, Tyler just came in the chat and said, if you had Bible verse mentioned in January, please allow us two weeks to arrange financing for cashing your plus two nine two seven three nine ticket. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love this. I'm show. the most non-religious person on the world who reads the Bible. So there you go. I've never read it. I mean, I've I read passages. People. I shock people all the time. It. Yeah. I've people are, people it. always are like, yeah. Well, you told the story how your mother named you was right out oh. of the Bible. <laughs> well, that was not my doing. That was just under stress and duress. I'm named after uh, literally grabbing it from thin air. Rainmaker 512. Hopefully he made it to work on time because he had a oh, real yeah. good day yesterday. He he got on the Twitter spaces He's with happy. us. You guys can follow him. Rainmaker 512. Um, Roethlisberger was third. That year, Overall? Rivers and Manning wow. went before Ben. He was the 12th pick in the draft ah, that year. 12th. Thank you. Thank okay. you, sir. So Kellen Moore gets gets let go, basically, in Dallas, and now he goes to the Chargers. Hold on. Yeah. He got let go. Basically, yeah. Yeah. They announced this shit when the AFC championship is kicking <laughs> off. They dropped this. is in the business. It's called a news dump. Uh -huh. But for the Cowboys... <laughs> It makes you hate him fucking more. Like, of course. <laughs> and no pun intended, Kellen Moore, but that's a bullshit. Like, what are you doing? Oh, we 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 let our guy go, but we ain't want to tell nobody when we might get held accountable. Do it when the AFC championship game kicks off. All eyes are on the game, and it'll just go out on socials. Yep. But then he got a job in 24 hours. That shit was already lined up, right? Yes, it was. So he gets the Chargers job Amen. now to be the OC. He goes from Dak Prescott over to an offense that I think is going to be pretty fun here. With this, <laughs> I mean, I'm got to be honest. If I'm picking who I want to court, who I want to coach, I'm taking Justin Herbert over Dak Prescott. Personally, well, it's a, I mean, it's a good move. It's in. Um, he got all the tools. Mm. Running back, offensive line that's decent, not great, but decent enough, and two very good wide receivers and a very good quarterback. You got all the tools, and you got an owner that I don't think is Jerry, so that's fine too, right? Yep. Like I got, I figure you got some rope here yep. to work with. Um, good for him. And Mike McCarthy had to justify staying, so the way he justified staying is by firing everybody. So that's the move, right? So as justify an, staying, he got to the playoffs and won a game. What the hell? Yeah. He fired everybody to keep his job. That's what happens. So like th this is the beginning of the end for any coach. So like firing a coach of two seasons that made the playoffs looks bad, but Jerry's not happy. So what you do is, okay, Mike, you're staying, but your whole staff is getting blown out. So they kept the D coordinator. Dan Quinn got said he's staying. They gave him a big bump in pay and he fired the whole offensive staff. Everyone offensive, <laughs> the offensive gone. staff maybe should have been fired. No. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they put up some I mean, decent numbers. Dak was the problem, throwing picks like crazy. Listen, it didn't work. <coughs> Could work better. You got to go. That's nothing personal. I mean, listen, no. thanks for being a great Mike, job, but, but you got to go. Doesn't, but if it doesn't get better, Jerry then fires McCarthy. That gives him the that gives him the the domino. The, the margin of error is so slim in the NFL, <coughs> and I don't know what success is measured by because you know. Teams will get to the championship game three years in a row or three and four years, and we call them not a success like because they didn't win it. Like right. I don't know what he's measuring it by without being in the organization, but if they're going to fire, they better have somebody to hire right behind them 
Sean Payton's coming off the market. He's talking to everybody. So if they can convince Sean to stay on the sideline due to Fox for another year. Yep. And that's what he thinks. I think he's waiting for one of those Dallas Cowboy level jobs. I don't think he wants to go to the Panthers. I don't think he wants to go to the Cardinals. I don't think he wants to go to one of these middle tier, you know, programs or, you know, franchises. He wants to go to a big boy that has big market and big money and wants to go and go and win. He wants to have everything in place to go win right away. So why he can make millions being an analyst for Fox and work two days a week or go and wait. And I think he'll make millions for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll make millions. Yeah. To be a and broadcaster. Quinn stayed because yep. he knows McCarthy is on his way out and wants the Dallas job. You think he wants the Dallas job? Who wouldn't? Yeah, of course. It's a fair point. Yeah, it's very possible. But Dan Quinn as a head coach was a bad idea. Dan Quinn as a D coordinator, he's phenomenal. Again, you like to play this more of a game with the coaches and stuff. I don't question the coaches. I'm going to do what have to do. Frank Reich is now the coach of the Panthers. And the question is, <laughs> what? I like Frank Reich. You got a raw deal in Indy. Got a raw deal in Indy? Yeah. I thought, I like him. I like Frank Reich with the Panthers. I just don't know who the quarterback's going to be for the Panthers. That's a problem. Got to figure out the quarterback spot. Is it Baker? Is it Darnold? Somebody else? You're in a bad division. You could win in that division quick. Brady's out, not going back to the Bucks. Saints are, eh. I guess if you like coaching, you like coaching anywhere, I guess. Um, but man, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm old Tough school. Owner. I mean, I'm from Pittsburgh. I saw three coaches my whole life. Right. My whole, I'm 52. I've seen three coaches my whole life. Right. Four. No, three. Chuck Knoll, Bill Cower, Mike Tomlin. I'm 52 years. There's three coaches. I went to Penn State. One guy. Coach, like, 40 years or however yeah, long crazy. was there. For as long as I've been able to drink alcohol, I've seen two coaches. It's a long with, time. With the Patriots. It's a long time. <laughs> but but 21 to 0 was a revolving door of chaos. <laughs> right. Well, it's hard to find the guy and then win yeah. and then everything yeah. fall into place. And then the owner likes the winning and likes the guy and can tolerate the 500 seasons and all this other stuff. Yeah. I mean. Yes. So I have a different, like, if I was a coach, I would want to go to a winning organization. If it wasn't a winning organization, I wouldn't take the job. I'd rather just wait for the right opportunity or enjoy what I'm doing, you know? And like, well, they they want the bag, though. They want the bag, which I get, and they Hmm. want to win with their stuff. I get. I mean, when you win the Super Bowl as the coach, it's a big deal. I totally get that. But Anything less than that is not is seen as not a success. That sucks. That's sports. It is sports. That's how we judge people. Man, oh man, these people come. The three amigos, NJ, just came in and said, "Ooh, I just realized Matt has had all this Patriots winning, and now you're rocking the Eagles." Sad, pathetic Jets fan here. Man, oh well, man. I'm just wearing because who I'm cheering for. It's not necessarily a. Uh, I, I would be a page. I mean. The, 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 don't 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 worry. But the, but, the, but but the, leave that nasty hat. I seriously, this is you don't nasty. Need to wear that. That the hat is this nasty. Thing, That's the this nasty. This thing's one. not. This thing. No, it's oh, not. the, the red, red one. one. The red one is this the is not sweat the hat. Yes, 
the, the oh, workout okay. hat is the red, red one. Patriots hat is boxing hat's the red one. This is the, okay. this is fair. This is not there. Um, <laughs> Mall Lobby just said you guys didn't answer the question. Can you get the cigars in the hands of Patrick Mahomes? Can I get cigars in the hands of Patrick Mahomes, Steve? <laughs> Let me make a phone call. <laughs> Come on, man. No, did he just text us that right now? Yes, right now. Said Dave didn't answer the question. Can you answer the question? <laughs> Dave didn't answer the question. Steve, you got the number. You know when I mean, you know we do the show every day uh, right now, Steve. I love I when love people it. text us while we're doing the show and they know we're doing the show. Oh, yeah. Like, what do you expect me to answer? They don't, don't want to hear the truth. Right. All right, real quick. Bobby Hall passed away, age 84. Yeah. Bummer. Stinks. Golden this jet. Dude, heck yeah, man. Oh, the Hall, just the Hall name in hockey is such a synonymous, it's such a powerful name. Blackhawks announced it today. He played 15 years with the Blackhawks, a franchise career leader in goals with 604, game-winning goals 98, hat tricks 28, third in po- he's first in those three categories in Blackhawk history, third in points in Blackhawk history. Condolences to him and the family, oh, Brad yeah. Hall and the family and all that stuff. Um, I only saw a video of him, and he was always one of those guys that, oh, you hear about, you should have seen Bobby Hall skate. You should have seen his shot. He was a guy that changed everything. Um, you know, the hair, for, you know, blonde hair was, yeah, like, the, people the, in Boston the, would talk about. Guy had character. The flow, man. the flow, the locks, the, 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 the golden hair. I call him the golden jet. Yeah, he didn't wear a helmet. I mean, it was one of those well, ones that you just saw play, and yeah. you knew he could skate, and he had a rocket for a shot. So he was cool. Yeah, so. that's cruel. Only one NHL game tonight. Uno. Jets, Blues. Yeah. Minus 230 on Winnipeg at home. Dear Lord, what's the total? Six. Under? That's what I bet. How about that? <laughs> That's what I bet was under. Tonight. There you go. Winnipeg at home has been decent. 17 is, and 8. Is Jets on the price, is it not? What did you pay? What's was it? I paid my, I paid 110 last night. For under? Yep. Oh, yeah. No, it's still six flat. I thought you meant the oh. side. The side's 225 oh. or 230. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Sides wild. Now, if we but, get Bartell sending us texts and stuff during the show, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> Steve, get in the chat and tell all the people I'm not answering you or your texts and stuff while we're doing the show. Not. Fair. Fair. Please, don't confuse us. Try to ask us these questions about the cigars. Mola Lobby. <laughs> More on them later yes. on, Monday, uh, on Mondays. We're working on something. Oh, yeah. Uh, but... I don't know. If you had to bet this, did you take the blues on a principal play? Plus a goal and a half. Right? You like the under? I like the under. Yeah. You want to pay minus 144 on it? For a uh, goal and plus a half? One, plus one and a half, yeah. Not bad, that's yeah. That's not bad. That's not that's not too I mean, that's around the peak, right? That you do before the game. But yeah. Yeah. I'll give you the I'll give you the stats during better to book it. Three, two, under. four, three final, somewhere in that yeah. neighborhood, one goal why, game. Why, why, why we like that? The Magic, you're wearing the Sixers stuff. The Magic are plus nine and a half tonight on the road against the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Magic are just in a, a they're a machine. Covering machine. Covering machine. I mean, yep. and, and they win some of these games outright when they're not supposed to. 
They're not winning in Philly tonight. They're not winning the game, P. Ralph. They're not. It's been hot, but I mean, did you see what Philly did over the weekend against Denver? The Phillies been the Sixers have been very good over the last three weeks, quietly running through people and not Sneaky. getting enough credit. Not the thirty-two and sixteen. They've won seven in a row. And How about won, that? Won uh, ten of eleven. Ten, nine, eight, seventy Sixers. Oh, the song, <laughs> baby. Oh, ho, ho. things are rolling in Philadelphia again. Um. Due to lose. I mean, they lost to the Thunder at home. Why can't they lose to the Magic at home? Well, I read the notes. You know the Thunder are good, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So they can lose to them. They're not losing to the Magic. They're not losing outright, but that's a I lot mean, they're of points. 12-11-1, Orlando on the road. They're 28-21-1 yep. overall, ATS. Say Philly again? is 28-what? 20, 28-21-1. It's good. Philly is 27-20-1. Good. Against the East... Both these teams are basically 500 ATS mm-hmm. at home. Philly's pretty good. 16, nine and one on the good. road. The magic are 12, 11 and one. Okay. Your winning record on the road. They did not cover against Chicago, but they covered the three previous games. Correct. Orlando did. Orlando did. Okay. And Philly has covered four of the last five, including beating Denver at home as three point favorites winning by seven. Trailing late to the whole game and then just took over the fourth quarter. It's a good letdown spot. I can see the magic play. I can mm-hmm. see the magic play. I like but I mean, oh, the city momentum and all this other stuff. Joel, I mean, he's going to win. He's going to win the MVP. Try him. He'll never win it. I'd say never. I don't think they'll ever. I don't think they'll ever give it to a center the way he plays. I don't. He's just not dominant enough on the defensive end. He's just not. They'll never, they'll never give it to him. He's not a two-way player. He's an offensive center. I just don't think they'll ever give him the MVP for that reason. Centers are expected to be more defensively ori- oriented than he is. I don't like that. Jokic is better defensively than he is, and Jokic does more offensively. He's a more he's a big, he's a bigger weapon. Jokic is a machine. My God. So rebounding, offensive and defensive rebounding. How do you say yeah. Jokic's first name correctly? Nikola. Nikola. Mm-hmm. Nikola okay. Jokic. It just sound, what is it? Nikola. Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the way I heard it over the weekend. And I'm like, is that the wrong syllable or what? Like he does not <laughs> sound like he's supposed to be saying it like that. The but. Joker's easier. Big Honey is my favorite. Big Honey. I love <laughs> that nickname. That's my favorite. Big Honey is phenomenal. So LeBron had a little moment over the weekend where he decided to start crying. Does LeBron recreate the crying meme tonight in Brooklyn <laughs> like he did against the Celtics? Chat's coming at you saying Joker's not a good defensive player either. He's pretty much all offense, big honey. So he is he is off, but he's that. a more he's a better weapon than you did than uh than I don't know. I, I, he I'm is a big fan passing of the basketball the, until we see the offense run directly through the same way. Assist wise, Jokic is incredible. Um, walking triple double, but I, I'm taking, who would you take if drafting? Which one? Take one of the two. That's tough. Who's older? I actually don't know. I think Jokic probably is older. You might guess. I might take the younger guy in that spot. As far as your question about crying, <laughs> let's, let's just get this one out of the way. It was a foul. 
They didn't call it. Embiid is... He went down on his knees like he lost the NBA Finals. <laughs> He's 28. <sighs> Who, Embiid? Uh-huh. And Jokic is, is how old? Uh, Jokic is 27. How about that? I would have bet a lot of money. I would have bet a lot of money that Embiid was older than Jokic. How about that? He's younger Embiid. than him. Embiid is younger by a year? No, and Jokic, Jokic is younger, is by, a year. younger by a year. Okay. I would have said Embiid younger than Jokic. Right. Yeah. Well, White guys don't age well. <laughs> he's had it, you know, he's he's been working. Anyhow, LeBron going down like they got him with a sniper from the from the upper deck down on the ground. And oh my God, how could you not call this and all this other stuff? Uh, I was like, I was embarrassed. I, I was like, this can't can be. And I was be? in the book. I was at the Venetian. That's when you know. That's when LeBron's got to know. He ain't in anymore. Refs aren't worried. Refs aren't scared. Oh. You're getting treated like everybody else, man. You're wearing a Laker uniform in the TD Garden against the number one team in basketball. You're not getting the call there, my friend. And all those years of getting calls and all those. It's over. It's done. It's it. all no the more. diapering that they did, the babying of LeBron, all of the oh, no. specialized treatments all come came crashing down in that one moment. And you saw a guy act like he was, I don't know, for some like Shakespearean play, running oh, to the ground, falling right. to the ground. It was awesome. Couldn't have loved it more. Oh, God. It's exactly what he deserves. It's great. It was so fun. And to win the game in overtime was even just like a chef's kiss. That was that was a wonderful thing. Oh, God. Made the Bruins collapse even worse because the chef Benny Parley went up in smokes because the Bruins blew that lead. Right. The money line Parley. B's mm-hmm. and C's. Yeah. Should have cashed. A, Bruins. Got a D minus. Three. The Bruins cashed. Or did not cash. Um, yeah, the book went nuts. Like the book went nuts when the sure, no all Lakers fans. Called. Yes, there was a lot of Laker fans in the Of course, yeah. they covered the spread for the weekend. They covered the spread. They did not win on the money line, which a lot yeah. of people had. The game went Seven. over because it was going to yep. go under because of the overtime. So it swung a lot of things, but um, I think he's out tonight. It's stunning, <laughs> shocking. LeBron would sit down against the Nets in New York. I mean, it was a foul. Was hundred yeah. percent. His hand was here. You saw. I'm not debating. I'm not debating. Foul. I mean, that's a foul. It is. Yes, it's a foul. It's a horrible non-call. Yes. So, do we but have it, the officiating rant that we had in the NFL and the yeah, NBA? No, because because this is what happens. It just went like this. Oh, the seesaw went back the other way because LeBron would get every single call when he wasn't fouled. Oh, you breathed God. on him wrong. You were getting a foul call, and now it goes the other way. It all evens out. Just like in the book. said LeBron might have traveled. They travel. They double dribble. They do all this other stuff. It's like. Just like in the book. Hey, you get bad breaks and it goes your way. Hey, LeBron, you got a bunch of calls early in your career. It's going to all even out now. They don't even think about that. I'm telling (laughs) you. Just do it. Don't say the NBA's rigged. You said the NFL's not rigged. It's not rigged. No, no, no. It's human beings. It's human beings making bad calls. Refereeing. In sports is a problem, but I'm okay with that because LeBron initiates contact all the time. So it's a bad call. Should have been called. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't have fought it if they called it. They didn't call it. They did not. Didn't end the game. You had the whole overtime to win the game. You did. 
If Joe Burrow was in overtime, it would have felt a whole lot better. I would have felt better about it too. I would give the Chiefs due. I wouldn't be mad at the Chiefs. I wouldn't be mad. You, you, you actually would. Kelsey's rant actually would have been justified. I would have give them their just due. They won the game. They they went to you know all the talk, the Cincinnati mayor and Burrowhead and all the other stuff. All those things could have been shoved right down Cincy's throat if you won the game in overtime. Mm. You didn't though. You got handed the game, you got handed the chance, and thus you running around and acting like you did something special rings hollow. Wow. No depth to it. Yeah. Uh, The Warriors are laying five on the road against OKC, who are the best team ATS in the NBA. Whoa, 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 whoa. Say this again. So hold on. Thunder have to be a play tonight, right? I've got the points at home against Golden State. Yeah, is it the is it the Admiral Akbar from from? The it might be a trap. Is I mean, it a trap? It's a well, trap. It could be just given the way the Warriors have been playing on the road recently. They've definitely come around. The Warriors, as of right now, are a playoff team. They're out of the play-in tournament. Stop they are bullshit. tied with they're the Mavericks. making the playoffs. Stop. Right, but they're twenty-five and twenty-four. Yes, and on the road, they're how six many games and over five hundred are they going to finish? There's forty twenty-five and twenty-four is forty-nine games. So that's 33 left yeah. in the season. My How many games did they win? 25? Six, six or seven games over 500. They probably go 20 and 13 minimum. Fair. Mess the rest of the way? Yeah, I can buy that. Yeah. Okay, okay that's so fair. that's going to finish eight games over 500, which would yep. give – do they get 50 wins right now? 25 and 24, do they get 50 wins? No. 48's the number, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's I what I would start to do right now. Like when a football season yesterday, we can boom. I'd come in right now and start to turn the page. Well, just start adjusting futures in the NBA, the divisions. Like I'm trying to get more money now because now all the eyes are on it. Right. And I've been watching it all along, but not a lot of people have. So now a lot of people are coming into this space, say, hey, this NBA, this ain't bad. Where you been? We've been playing the game since October. Now you ain't. Now you. Now you want to bet? Okay, so you could start to be ahead of the curve a little bit and move in different things. So I'd be in there going, all right. Just like I said, I just did it. Thirty-three games left. How many did they go? They go eighteen and fifteen. I think they go better than that. Twenty and thirteen. Hmm. Okay, that's seven games over five hundred. They're already a game over five hundred. Eight games over five hundred. Eight games over five hundred. It's forty-one, forty, forty-nine wins. It's very doable that they get 50 wins. They're making the playoffs. Do they win tonight and cover? I don't know. I think OKC, who's outside the play-in tournament right now at 24 and 25, this is how bunched up the playoffs are right now. The T-Wolves are 27 and 25. Clippers are 28 and 25. You go 28 and 25 all the way down to 23 and 27, which is okay. only two, two loss difference. Yep. That's the fourth seed down to the 13th seed in the West. Pretty convoluted, no? It's extremely convoluted. It is going to be a really interesting war. T-shirt, BVB, it's convoluted. (laughs) It's going to be very complicated and very interesting to watch the next 20 games as to how this shakes out. The team, in case you guys are curious, the teams are the Clippers, Timberwolves, Warriors, Mavericks, Pelicans, Suns, Jazz, Thunder, Blazers, Lakers. Blazers are in that discussion. Yeah, Blazers are above the are above the Lakers. 
you have the Nuggets, Grizzlies, and the Kings, top three seeds, and the Spurs and the Rockets who are dead. So five teams right now are mm. pretty much either in the playoffs or out of the playoffs. Fate has been decided. The other everyone else <laughs> in the West is playing for something. Either in, they could be bounced. I mean, literally, the Clippers could miss the playoffs. It's possible. Is this good or bad? It's awesome. I love this it. Fun. This is phenomenal. This love is what it. you want as a league. Right. This is this is unbelievable. This keeps everybody glued to their TV sets. You're watching scoreboards. You're keeping track of what's happening night to night. Yeah, this is. What, this are is you watching business. the games? Anyone watching the games? I don't think people are watching the NBA games. I had I ran into Ski Profit. Okay. I'm gonna have a ski on. Okay. He was talking about how hard it is to bet the NBA pregame. Impossible. He said Sucks. it's absolutely impossible. This is a guy that promotes a service, gives out picks. What I said, right. How do you feel about the NBA right now? He said, Dave, I'm watching less NBA than I ever have in my life. I'm aggravated with the whole thing. I said, we're going to have you on to talk about this. Because he's, he's a diehard. <laughs> Roginator just, 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 just sent me. There is a Instagram meme running around by Snoop yep. Dogg. Yep. That did you hear about Eric Lewis and his record officiating games for the Celtics? Have you seen this yet? No, you will. You will see this today. Oh, so Snoop Dogg is calling for an investigation of Eric Lewis because he's the Boston Celtics are 27 and two straight up in games officiated by Eric Lewis dating back to 2020. Eric Lewis's daughter is a pediatrician in Boston and all the Laker fans are mad because Eric Lewis is the one that did not call the foul on the brunch. <laughs> Leave the family out of it. <laughs> What is the, the what is the kid being a doctor or pediatrician? Because she lives there, so he, she must be a Celtics fan. So that must be why Eric Lewis is. is, is she is, is, don't is. give a shit about the Celtics. His doctor, pediatrician, that. she ain't caring about. The, oh my god! Everyone's oh, going to be. I, I I absolutely love that. Everyone's going to be doing that. Konowinski uh, just said the convoluted chicanery. Wow. Two C words being for the really, really, being really complicated. All right, yeah. this is quick, but yep. I just had to ask you this question. Let's go. What? So. Did you have you seen this Coors Light Super Bowl high stakes contest they're running <laughs> for the kick? Nope, it's it's separate. This is DraftKings. Gronk's field goal is FanDuel. Coors Light and FanDuel are doing a high stakes predicting. Coors Light and who? You said FanDuel or DraftKings? What is it? Gronk. Fa it's FanDuel. Coors okay. Light is DraftKings. And Coors Light is doing what? Basically giving away $100,000 to the person who is able to properly predict the order in which their, their ad in the Super Bowl will, will come out. There's 10 multiple choice questions, and you have to predict what's going to happen first. What logo pops up first, what da 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 comes out. They've shot four different versions. Not even the CEO of Coors Light knows how the advertisement Somebody knows. Gonna be Bullshit. So, Somebody okay, knows. So maybe, maybe somebody does. But they're giving away a lot of money, like a million dollars in total. They're giving away people who predict on this. My question is this. Uh -huh. Does any of this shit make you bet more? No. Does anything, <laughs> does any of this shit make the public bet more? I mean, are we starting the consulting service? I'm just, I, if people are watching, they're starting and we're starting the consulting service. Do you think it means more? Oh, yeah, people will bet more. Truth? I can't. What should we do here? No. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. Stop the bullshit. Come on. It's it's so interesting to me as we look at the space and we watch these advertisements come out. It's like beer is one thing. Alcohol is one mm -hmm. thing. And I know sports goes like about here in just one second. But yep. like alcohol 
when you are advertising, you're advertising either partying or, you know, young people having a good time or don't drink your dad's beer. Like you're looking for the way to increase your brand awareness. And yep. while I totally get that advertising is all about brand awareness, yep. sports betting is a transactional business. Oh, shit. Now you've done it. It's a transactional business. It's not about like, I'm going to associate with DraftKings because my dad does FanDuel. Like no one's going to do that. They're going to bet based upon what they're going to bet at the book with the number and the prices. So Gronk doing a field goal kick, I don't care. (laughs) Or predicting a Super Bowl ad for Coors Light, I don't care. Like I, if the, if the end game is to get people to use your book and bet more, why aren't we focusing on making sure people like betting at our book (laughs) or giving them the best prices or the best experience or getting the best bonuses or whatever you want to do to get your customer through the door? Why are you spending this much money giving away money, running a contest? That's not going to get people to bet more. Don't Don't understand. I, I don't understand. Say goodbye to the grid. Thank you, Sports Grid. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow on a Tuesday live. The on rest Twitter of you YouTube. stay here. Hit the subscribe button and like button too. Go ahead, sir. Floor is yours. Uh, I I I I I don't know. Why is the goal like to make you bet more? Well, to use to, 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 to question, I guess you but have like, to get someone to bet more. I mean, that's just what. Uh, Alcohol people though, want you to drink more. Fast food people want you to eat more. Like it's is just, it enough to just be loyal to the thing that you do? I don't want to tell you how much to do it, but when you do it, I want you to do it with me. Isn't yeah, that loyalty, good enough? Yeah, but that's what they're trying to build. This is what their whole plan is. Their whole plan is trying to build brand awareness, which then will build brand loyalty. Uh, my point is, I don't think there is brand loyalty in sports betting. Oh hell no. I don't think people oh, no, give a fuck. No, 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 I don't no, think people no, no. go, DraftKings is my book or FanDuel is my book. No. I think they're going to go and go, where can I win? What's the best number? What's the best price? And they're going to figure it out once they bet enough to figure it out. And they're going to bet at that book. They're going to bet at the book, one, that's the most convenient. Two, yep. if they find out that the other book is offering better prices, they'll leave you tomorrow. Today, actually. They'll give you yeah. notice. When is the notice? Today. I'm leaving Goodbye. right now. I'm yep. taking my money out. I'm taking it over there. You have multiple outs. You have people that are shopping prices that will literally bet it at another place over a nickel difference, minus 105 versus minus 110. They're going to go to the minus 105. The other thing that I think that people need to realize is that no advertising is going to make it do it more. It's going to put it in the consciousness more. But if the app doesn't work, or if the plus on the other side of a minus 150 is plus 114, and they go, not at the beginning, they don't know the difference, but and then they start to look around and they go, wait a second. Yeah, it should be it plus 130. What are they doing? It says plus 115, 114. The minus always moves up, but the plus never moves back up with it. What's going on here? Or minus 114 on both sides. Well, I told you before, I told you again, you know, we're off the grid now, so I can say it even more and Farrah doesn't even have to worry about writing it down. It's fucking ridiculous because the guys on the street and the guys in the offshores are making more money now than ever. They're doing better than ever because they're just doing what they're supposed to be doing, booking the games. When you just book the games, it was a great quote that we heard when Crack said it. 
And uh, Bob, um, name escapes me right now, said 11 to 10 built this all. 11 to 10 is enough. As long as you're taking bets and they're not doing it. They're not doing it. I really want, I can't wait to fast forward in 10 years to look back upon these types of conversations. 10, three. Well, I, fine. But I mean, I, I think like in 10 years, we're all going to be looking back and we're going to go like, man, to do what? <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like what? Like and who's left and what are they? And like the, the books oh. that come out and say like, at the end of the day, it's just 11 versus 10 guys. Like at the end of the day, that's what it is. We have our edge. I going to make more than that. But that's our edge. And that's, you know, the free bonus stuff, you know, the thousand dollar free rolls and the, you know, free refunds, although, you know, the, the, the karma committee crap, all that stuff goes out the window because, you know, we didn't like, even address the give back the Brock Purdy give back. Yeah. We didn't even, we didn't even get to that. Cause it's, Chris. what are we going to do? Talk about every single day, every game. Cause it's every day. It's literally every week. There'll be one in the Super Bowl. There'll be a hundred percent. No. There'll be a oh, Super Bowl no. refund. No, there no. will be. Why? So, there has to be. Someone's going to get hurt, and they're going to go ahead and refund the person. Aye, aye, aye. What are we doing? And look, our friend Alan overseas had a big thread this morning about that, saying like, "Why are we getting angry about it? It's not that big of a deal. Just a promotional money type of thing. You know, it it makes losing not as you know, losing's not fun, and the books are all about you losing. So you got to make it so it's not like a hundred percent awful on fun. Just be like." 50% on fun. And so if you lose while you're having fun, you're okay with it. And while there is some truth to that, it's still dumb because you take other people's money without even blinking an eye, but because you have some weird quirky thing that happens during a game, you're giving other people money back. It's not everybody's money. It's just certain people's money. And so it's, it's random and it's not fair, right? So you're creating you know, adversity, you're creating problems between your own customers. Oh, did you get that bonus back? No. Why didn't I get it back? Because you got the wrong thing. That's not fair. My guy got X, Y, and Z. Yeah, but you weren't in the right, you know, the bad luck thing didn't happen to you. You just got a little bad luck. They got a lot of bad luck. Huh? They both lost. Yeah, but sorry, we're giving (laughs) the money back. JC from KC just came in and said, where did Dave go and why is Elmer Fudd on the show? (laughs) It's pretty funny, JC from KC. Bravo camp said big get landing Alex Caruso on the BVB. Oh, nice call. I like that. Nice call. Got gotcha. you. Good call. Good call. Bravo uh, camp. Better to book it time. Fire away. Let's go. Two quick games. Get the show on the road. We're almost Jets done. And the blues tonight under two contrasting styles. So here are the numbers. Jets yep. are 17, six and two to the under at home. They're one, eight in or eight, one and one to the under over the last 10. They're three, one and one over the last five. And they're three and oh, over the last three. You just did three overs. Oh, oh yes. Wow. So the, uh, Go the faster. Blues, you say it even faster. The blues, however, are 16, seven and three to the over on the road. Six, two and two to the over, over the last 10, two, two and one over the last five. Oh boy. Different trend there. And oh, two and one. Over the last three, Blues have stopped scoring goals. Under six, minus 110. Better to book it. Bet it. Mm-hmm. First thought was immediately, it just, I was hoping, because they've been getting a little bit uh, wise with the Jets games using five and a half instead uh-huh. of six. But the Blues' prior history 
would dictate that you have to use a six. As soon as you said it was a six, I said under. I like under. Bet it. The next game, it's funny. On certain games, I now hear your voice. This is one of them. Ooh, ooh! I hear your voice all the time too. Because you're you're a lot of different I know. You, I know what you're going to say to me. You're oh. going to say you like the other side of this game, and that's fine. Okay. Iowa State's on the road. They're laying one and a half against oh. Texas Tech tonight. Uh huh. Number is down to one at certain books. Uh huh. You're going to say the number tells you that the books believe Texas Tech will win at home. Okay. Right. Maybe. Okay. Texas Tech at home is three and nine ATS. Ugh. They're seven, 13 and one Ugh. on the year. Mm. They just beat LSU surprisingly on the road. But before that, they had not won a game in 2023. LSU is caca. I'm not they really, about really bad. They fell apart badly. They're terrible. They, that, that, that one Kentucky game they played, they played them well and they've fallen apart. Can't get this happen. They lost a teeth. Uh-oh, you're frozen. You froze. You froze. Okay. One, two, one, two, one. Snap it back. There you go. You're good. Okay. So they they lost. Yep. I'm sorry. They, they lost to TCU, Kansas, Oklahoma, Iowa State by 34, Texas, Baylor, K-State, and West Virginia. Okay. They got worked. They're one, six, and one in Big 12 play so far. Iowa State is six and two in Big 12 play, five and four on the road. They got crushed on the road against Missouri. They didn't play. What does all this mean? Give me the pick. Iowa State minus one and a half. Better to book it. I'll bet. I mean, book it. I'll book Book it. it. I'll book it. I'll take the dog on. I'll take the dog (laughs) on. Yes, because the book is signaling this. And the move is going on Texas Tech, which, again, I don't fully understand personally. I don't either. After giving me all those numbers, I don't want Texas Tech, but I know in the book that we're going to sit there and take Texas Tech. Yep. Is Iowa State a good basketball team? Yes. Like danger, like could win a couple games in the, in the tournament. Oh hell yeah, hundred percent. Yes. Elite eight material depends on the draw. I mean, they're fifteen and five. They're six and two in the Big Twelve. They're they're in contention to win the conference. Fifteen and five straight up. Yes, he Betsmart came in, and he's. You guys should really follow Tyler and uh, Betsmart US is, is his handle. The number tells me the book thinks Iowa State is a six point favorite at home. That's kind of what that tells you. A six point well, they won by thirty four at in Ames when they played the first time. And now out of line, only one. Uh huh. That's my point. The book is saying Texas Tech, who is zero and eight in the Big Twelve. Six games back of Iowa State, who was tied for the lead. Iowa State, K State, Texas. Those are the three top teams in the Big 12 right now. Six and two records. Not Kansas. Kansas has had Bill Self's first three game losing streak in conference play, I think, ever. Oh, they come up with with the pitchforks? They're mad. Yeah. (laughs) They're not not happy. KU fans ain't mad or ain't happy. They're mad. God, they're they're not they're distracted with the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. So all those people in Kansas and Kansas City are pretty excited. So yeah, they're seventeen and four in the year, but they're five and three in the Big Twelve. Baylor and Kansas. Maybe maybe you are on the right side. I don't know. I mean, sometimes a book the 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 numbers are shit. Sometimes, like I don't know. I mean, when you look at all the numbers, not the spread. Ken Palm has stayed every day and twice on Sunday. Kempom has as a two point win for Iowa State. For whatever so Ken, reason, the numbers. Kempom was a weather guy before he started doing all this other stuff too. So relax. <laughs> so what are we betting or booking it? 
I'll book it, but I'm not. Right. I mean, I wasn't even. I was hoping you were going to give me Citadel because I like Chicago State today. That is not your play. Chicago State. That is not your play or your hand. Check their record. There is no way you looked at Chicago State in the Valley today and said, I want to bet that game. Check their record. Don't need to check their record. I want to know why did you check their records? My, the big question is, how did you I'm talking your, to a lot of people about a lot you, of things all the time. You find your Chicago way. State is played today. How did you find your way? Wait, they're not in the Valley. Where's Chicago? What Chicago conference State is Chicago is State? Independent. They're independent? Who are they playing? At the Citadel today. At, at what what book had the balls to hang a line in that Talk game? about it. It's in a ro- regular rotation. It's not even in the yeah. added games today. Game number 867, 868, Chicago State plus three at the Citadel. What conference is They're the going Citadel? To win. What conference is the Citadel in? I have no idea. I don't even. <laughs> yeah, you know the bet. <laughs> and I, I watch the numbers I, I all this. the time. Look up Chicago State's record right I'm now. I'm trying to find what conference they're in, but it's the independent. It's not even there. So hold on. I'll look at the schedule today. Yeah. Uh, Chicago State there. in the Citadel, 4 p.m. ESPN Plus. One in 17 game. Chicago State in four and five at home for the Citadel. This sounds like a beautiful, fun. Fo- this is a minus three and a half point line or three point line. Yeah, there's two D1 independents in the entire fucking thing. Chicago State and Hartford. One's six and 17, one's five and 17. Nine and 13, eighth in the Southern Conference, the Citadel is, and they're laying points on the road. No, they're at home. I mean, laying points. They're, yeah, they're laying points. At home. Period. Yeah. They How's anybody laying points in this game? Chicago State stinks. What's their record against the spread, sir? I don't know. Find that information. Six and 17 is their straight up record. We're only interested in their spread record. Their spread record was again, I'm not buying this is not your handicap. There are 13 and eight ATS for hello. Oh, hello. That's not that great. 13 and eight against the spread. You do the math. Okay. And and the Citadel is 10, nine and two. And they're four and one over their last five. And three and five at home. I I, I wouldn't bet this game with your money. This is, a, this, is this is asking is for misery. This is a sixty-two percent. The Citadel or Chicago is State is sixty-two percent against the spread. Whoever and you told go, you it's not bet, that good. Whoever told you to bet this? This is a dumb bet. Uh, nobody bet told the, me shit. Uh, this is Chicago State. Watching Chicago State, Chicago State is, against the spread. I've bet them a couple times in game. Because the numbers guys have no idea what they're doing with these games. That's I fair. Used to they sit won in the room and go, you don't even know what fucking planet Chicago State's on. Chicago State beat Coastal Carolina two, three games ago. And they Hello? beat they beat uh or Aurora University last game out, wherever the hell yeah. that is. Two game winning streak? No, one two and one over the last three. They lost to Stanford 72-65. Yeah, what was the number on that game? Uh, 17 see. and a half. Had them. 18. Yeah, it was 18. Close, 17 and a half. You think I'm fucking just inventing stuff. <laughs> How long have we been doing a show? If I tell you something's not bad, it's not bad. I'm not betting this. I'm sorry. I'm booking that. Thank you very much. You can have Chicago State all you want. Talking ones. about that shit tomorrow. <laughs> you got the Citadel. I got Chicago right. Go right ahead. You can have Chicago State Perfect. every which way on Tuesday. Favorite thing about today is what? Wait, it's... That, okay, that, that can't be snowing. What? It's snowing outside. Shut up. Is that real? It's That's snowing not real. outside. I just opened my phone. 
it's like coming down like it's snowing in Henderson. It's getting like hammered right now. It's coming. It already it was snowed here this morning. I was you it's just not snowing in my house. I, I have today. I have nothing. I have zero. I, I don't even have rain anymore at my house. I had rain this morning, but I don't have snow. Oh, that sucks. I got spoiled. Oh, I want I want snow on my house. Look at that. It's it's it. That, that, that's coming down hard. That's accumulation in Hold Henderson. On, time out, time out, 20 second time out, 20 second time out. Whose fucking neighborhood or house camera are you dialed into where you're looking at the snow right there on that? Who, Twitter. Who, oh, I thought you had somebody's house <laughs> camera on your phone. I was Twitter. like, listen, what are we doing here? No, Minty just oh. tweeted, it's snowing in Henderson, but not west side of Vegas, where we live. We live on the west side. Right. But it's coming no. down in Henderson. It's coming down in droves. It was a little bit this morning when I ran out. That's what's going to be my favorite. I was I had two favorite things about today. It was one that it was snowing, but it wasn't sticking. So it is that now. was, I was excited. Well, it is down there. It might, again, down here. I don't know. Right. But um, the other thing is the new house. Right. We brought the furniture. We moved everything over to the new house. Yeah. We argued like brothers before the show started. The three of us schmucks. We got it figured out. We did the show. We're going to keep doing the show. Just like Jordan Belfort said, I'm not fucking leaving. We're not leaving. <laughs> we thank you guys. Look, we, we had a nice crowd in here during the live show. People enjoyed a live show. We'll try to do some more Twitter spaces and get some people to talk back to us. Because right now, the way this is existing... We talk, you listen, you chat, we respond. Yep. The Twitter spaces was fun because you got to come up 30 seconds to a minute, say something off. We kept the show moving, kept it grooving. I think people liked it. It is recorded. You can go back and listen to it. It's a good instant reaction show. Anyhow, new house, same furniture, same three of us, me and the two mats, one Dave, two mats, and the BVB. <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt. That's my favorite thing about today. Uh, well, for starters, um, my favorite thing about today is this picture. I'm not sure you can see it or not. What is that? It? That is the referee from last night wearing a chief jersey. Oh, that's a low blow. <laughs> that I love from Fig Sports Center. <laughs> I absolutely love that, but it's somewhat accurate on on, on this. Uh, well, now I'm jealous. I you know I, you have rain. I had rain. You have snow. That's no fair. I, I, it was I just a little bit dusting on the car. I was all going to take snow, a picture snow. of it, but I figured I would take it oh. after. And now I maybe love snow coming down. I love snow is snow falling is one of my favorite things in the world. I hate snow on the ground. It's one of my least favorite things in the world. Second it hits the it hits the ground. I want no part of snow. I love it falling. Otherwise, I hate it. I like watching like falling here. Just falling anywhere. Snow falling anywhere. I like, I could sit and watch it. I love the quiet. There's something very special about a snowstorm when there's like four inches of snow on the ground and the snow is falling. That's true. So quiet. I love that's one of my favorite sounds of just that peaceful silence. Right. Love that. But so we get it in Vegas. I'm like, whoa, but now I'm not getting it here. Can't drive nowhere. Not here. No, absolutely not. Lockdown. No, not Lockdown. Here. And that's, well, <laughs> not my favorite thing about today, but uh, th I was reading, I guess there's only like two or three places in, in the country each year that actually shut down a major highway going both ways for multiple days. <laughs> and that's what we did this weekend here in Vegas. Yeah, I got caught up in that on Saturday. I told you. That was some bullshit. <laughs> that was terrible. 
I was terrible. It was bad. I, I went, I mean, I had to go alternative routes, but, but I was, I, I was, I was doing that. And it was, it was funny. Cause I guess this is also one of my favorite things about today. We, we couldn't find it, but Madeline, I don't know why she's, she's going through funny, different weird things, but she says to me on Saturday night, she says, daddy, I want a pair of Jordans out of the blue. I'm like, I was like, wait, what? She's like, I want a pair of Jordans. I was like, you would wear them. Like granted, my kid's not like sporty like this. Like it's not her, it's not in her like thing. She's like, yes, I want them. I'm like, you would wear them. She's like, yeah. So we, we went to the shows. <laughs> so we went to the mall. They're not bad. They're only 70 bucks for kids. They're not, they're not horrible. Oh, you got that's good. Hello. I didn't buy good. I, no, no, I didn't buy them because the service was so bad. We went to Shoe Palace down in uh in, in Fashion Square Mall. The music was so loud. The people were so uninterested in helping us. Madeline tried two pairs of shoes on, liked them both, couldn't find the right size in, in those shoes. And it took us no lie, 45 minutes to try on two pairs of shoes. She got so frustrated. She looks, she goes, I don't want them daddy anymore. I'm done. Alex, I'll get him some other time. And so we, we walked out. So we never got him. But okay. I got was, places we can go. Yeah, don't, don't go to there no more. But go it's ahead. fun. I think it's fun just to watch my kid who your daughter just turned nine. My daughter will turn nine coming right. up. Like they're getting into that. Like That's my other favorite thing about today. Go ahead. This is their, this is like, they're becoming people, you know, they're, they're, they're becoming oh. like, they're becoming influenced by certain things. Oh, and so like, she knows oh. one of my favorite things to do. I don't know how you are on this, but I like watching. Um, I like watching things in order. So like I watched the star Wars trilogy in order or the Lord of the Rings trilogy in order. Why wouldn't you watch it in order? Well, cause people, it's a lot of time. I mean, there's a lot of movies. So she said to me the other night, she goes, can we watch the Marvel movies start to finish in order? I'm like, Madeline, that's like 30 movies. She's like, yeah, we'll just do it until we're done. So we started two nights ago. We started Iron Man. Uh, no, sorry. Captain America to start it off. And we're going to watch every movie, all the shows, everything on Disney plus all the way through. I'll see how far we get, but she woke up this morning and she's like, I can't wait to watch, watch Captain America tonight. I was like, all right, maybe I hooked you into becoming a, a Marvel geek like your dad. The, the older one, big can shake Kylie and the little one, Kendall, little can shake did that last summer. Awesome. They stayed up <laughs> way too late. <laughs> but they would do two movies in one night. Wow. And then watch another one the next day. Like, yep. it was a summer marathon, Marvel awesome. marathon. And they both really, they loved it. They talk about it now to just one, the time they spent together, but they ask each other questions about the Spider-Man movies and right. this and that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you talk just, about them becoming he, people. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, Kendall turned nine. We had the big dinner at Black Tap. That's one of my favorite places in all of Vegas. I love that place. Minimum of an hour wait. It's Saturday well, night. I mean, I, I started going there. Big. No, but the shakes are. They're absurd. They're so fun. For shake. I mean, you got to be out of here. I mind. know, but look at what you get. You got to, I'd rather just go to in and out and get a good shake and not pay that much. But I'm oh. neither here nor there. Okay. She says to us, she wants to go to Black Tap. That's the only black tap. Yeah. I was world. working in the book at the Venetian. Yeah. So was I. Uh -huh. December 29th, 2017, when that black tap opened. Opened. Yep. And I was like, you want to go to black tap? What do you know about black tap? That was opening. That opened. That's been open that long. My gosh, I've been in this town for a long time. Wow. So that's what hit me. I'm like, you want to go to black tap? So, of course, you know, I used to work there, so I know where to park. I know how to sneak in the yeah. back door. I know all the back, you know, like yep. everything. 
So like I get down there early after fighting that traffic on the 15 and I'm just sitting in a book and I was sitting in a book in one of the chairs that one of the VIPs used to sit in and all watching the Lakers and Celtics. And then they got there and we went and ate, but it brought back all those memories of working in the book and how it wasn't that long ago. It was five years ago, but it right. felt like a world ago <laughs> because now we're doing shows and we're talking about this. And it's just amazing the progression of life. And you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going to be. I heard another one at the softball field on Saturday. One of the girls came up and said, Coach Dave, we started talking. She's like, my dad keeps saying this to me. Can you explain it? He says to me every day, always forward, never straight. And I said, that's one of the best sayings I've ever heard. I'm going to say that on the show. <laughs> she goes, what do you mean? What does it mean? said, your dad's telling you to go always forward, but it's never straight. You may have to turn left. You may have to turn right. She goes, oh, my God, Coach Dave, I I actually understand it. I said, watch the show on Monday. I said, and while you're there, hit the like button. But that was for Kaylee and Kiana. They, we had to share it about a five to ten minute moment. Always forward, never straight, the BVB. Let's fucking go. I love that. Let's really- fucking go. <laughs> It's a good saying. It really is a good saying. When we say hit the like button and the subscribe button, this is important now, guys. Okay. If you're listening on Apple, same thing. So uh, Spotify, same thing. Like, subscribe. It's important. The whole algorithm thing. We got to start from scratch and build this thing up. When the Discord channel launches here in the next 24 to 48 hours, it's the same world. We need you guys to go in there and to sit. Yes. Subscribe, subscribe to it. Be a part of it. Come on in. It'll take time. We'll build it right back up to where it was, but there'll be some new cool things. We'll do some contests to get you guys some free gear and whatnot. So we've got a lot of things going on. It's going to be a very, very busy month of February. And we're heading to Arizona on top of that for the Super Bowl. For Farah, for Dave, I'm Matt. We will talk to you tomorrow for Tuesday's BBB.